What a piece of junk. This is the Shattered Order Podcast. Go switch off. If you're looking for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes news, information, and theory crafting, you've found the podcast you're looking for. With your hosts, Goodnight Punk. We would be honored if you would join us. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 127th episode of the Shattered Order Podcast. I'm your host, Goodnight Punk, and with me, as always, is my good friend, Wink. But what you can't see is that we also have two others with us, our friends from Operation Metaverse, T-Money, and good old Marie. So what's up, everybody? What's up? What's, what's up, What's everybody? up? <laughs> hey, is that what the kids are saying these days? What's up? Scup is the new thing. Nice, nice. Was, was not hey, aware yeah. of that. Interesting. <laughs> I'm hip. Uh, I'm cool. Good to know. Yeah, you, you parents <laughs> stay up with all the hip stuff, uh, you know, those of us without kids don't get to keep up with all that stuff, unfortunately. <laughs> you know all the dog lingo, I'm sure. Yeah, that's true. Well, if you are unaware, <laughs> I'm just transitioning. All right. Beautiful. If you are unaware, we have two really awesome guests, return guests, in fact. Good old Maurice and T-Money from Operation Metaverse. What is going on? Double intro. This this is the problem we had last time is we were both so polite we wanted to let the other person talk first. So <laughs> I'm doing really well um, personally. I love your show. I love being on your show. I'm very excited to be on with Goodnight Punk for the first time. The the first time we were here, I was definitely the third wheel in a nerd boy date. Uh there's a lot of Bistan talking. There was a lot of mod um conversations. I mean, I love mod conversations, but it was uh yeah. Yes. We're on a double date this time. It's awesome. Yeah. Hey, man, you've been out much us. better. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I've been in my A. This is great, man. I'm real, I'm real excited to be here. Awesome. Well, we're glad to have you here. So what do you got for us, Wink? What's this intro stuff? Well, uh, why don't you guys go ahead and tell everyone if they are unfamiliar with you, which I don't know why they would be, but go ahead and fill everybody in on what you guys do over at Operation Metaverse. Go ahead, Maurice. Uh, uh, <laughs> well, we uh, we have a YouTube channel. We stream every Tuesday at 9.30 EST, uh, all about the game. Um, we, we do more or less like a news flash to kind of begin, and then we kind of go into a couple meteor meteor topics we usually have a guest on um wink you've been on i think twice now um we usually have a guest and we discuss something that they specialize in like last week we did some work with some ewok fanboys um so they they gave some good advice who to gear Uh, one um one actually made a great reddit post and he came on yeah 
yeah, we went over that and uh, just out loud. It was good information. I learned a lot. Um, you know, just and we we do do videos actually. Um, we've taken a little break from the from our roots of the videos, but we're actually working on one now. It's going to be a build your own scoundrel type video uh, that we're going to put the finishing touches on. Hopefully this weekend. So cool. Sounds exciting. Very nice. And we will have a link to your YouTube channel in the show notes for those of uh, those of you listening on the podcast. So you guys can go subscribe and check out their channel and all that good stuff. Um, the other thing is trivia. Uh, our good friend Tesh does a lot of really awesome work on the trivia. However, he can always use more help. So if you ever have a trivia question idea... Go to shatteredorder.com, go to the bottom of the page, and there is a link to go submit a trivia question, and that sends the link directly over to Tesh. We don't get to see it, that way we don't know what's coming, and can help him out, because I know people always have, you know, trivia question ideas, so that is a great way to submit those over to Tesh. The other thing... As far as I know, Green Bay Packers and Lions questions will not be accepted. That is... So I know for everyone that think that that's an option. all right. Last week, probably trying to kick it to Swabga here. I said in the very beginning of the show, I wasn't convinced Packers were going to beat the Cardinals. I consider that the sacrificial lamb for my Sooners making it into the college football playoffs. So I'm okay with it. That's how I've been (laughs) sleeping since then. Um, (laughs) We'll take Mike McCarthy in Cleveland. We'll take him. I I hope he gets a good job there. He's a good coach. Yeah. Uh, Cross your fingers and go Baker Mayfield. Uh, The other thing, sub. We need you guys to all go subscribe. There are a lot of you that listen to the show and are not subscribed to our YouTube channel. YouTube.com slash Shattered Order Pod. I'll put that link in the show notes too. Uh, Go subscribe. We are trying to get to 1,000 subscribers. Uh, We're slowly getting there. And I'm even going to have a really exciting video coming up later this weekend on how to use Jedi in Phase 2 of the Sith Raid. So make sure you check that out. And the other... Are they good there? They're okay. They are. They are okay. Yeah, I've uh, heard things. I mean, and fun too. Um, I agree. Sure. The the last thing is we mentioned last week we we're going to do a Q and A this week. Well, this Grand Arena stuff changed our plans. We decided to bring on some guests who like talking about teams and various things like that. So we're just going to dive all into the Grand Arena this week. So. I think we might as well get into this first topic. Hey guys, what did you do in Swoga this week? So why don't we start with our guests? If you guys have any highlights from this week you would like to share, we would love to hear it. Oh, baby, do I. I have gone. (laughs) I have gone from a five-star wicket, four out of 85 shards, to I think I'm 20 out of 100 now wow. <laughs> just by, by farming the hard node. And this is an wow. experience that we, we had a free-to-play um, kind of panel on the show uh, a month ago whenever Revan was, you know, was was right about to, to come and we're talking about how to farm, uh, you know, really uh, intensely for uh, on on hard nodes, and so I kind of followed this uh, recipe, and by gosh, it works. It's you know, I just I've gone all the way up to. 
uh, to like right up to the 200 refreshes. I haven't done that 200 crystal refresh, but I'm getting between 11 and and like maybe 15, 16 shards a day. And it's, it's just been, it's been awesome. I was really nervous though. What's going to hold me back is that I need 45 low gray shards. So <laughs> that's going to be, <laughs> I can dip them out of the store, out of the, the whale store. So that's a possibility, but that's, that's been my exciting piece. And I also like miraculously got uh wicket to gear 11 from, they were all like level 50 gear six or five <laughs> so there's a little bit of whaling involved there i bought like a like a 50 dollar um crystal pack and and because i needed like 10 of the mk3 hollow projectors but i'm feeling like i can i can do the 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 c3po event whereas i was i was i was near near tears earlier this week thinking that i wouldn't be able to i would miss my first legendary yeah so gotcha. that's me mm-hmm. very nice that's a that's pretty fat that's pretty good Definitely. And you won't regret it. I'd say this. I love Wicked, <laughs> especially for the Zetas. That's Absolutely. another great part of that, that was, farm. So. Yeah, my guild's been giving me a hard They're like, you what? <laughs> <laughs> you don't know Wicked at seven stars? Who are you? That's like probably a full Zeta and a half you missed. <laughs> no kidding. That's what I was about to say. Guild leader. <laughs> that's, a, that's the best thing about Wicked. I mean, this is just a bonus, the C-3PO thing, but all the Zetas. That's hard mm-hmm. to pass up on. I know. I've been slacking. Like, yeah. Repressing that <laughs> and ignoring and and slacking, definitely. And then Grand Arena, of course. We're big, big uh, you know, we're big on territory wars. And so it's been super exciting to see all of these, you know, see Grand Arena drop and and see all of the different scoring and try to wrap my head around that strategy. So that's that's been really exciting. Big week. Very nice. Well, unlike her, I mean, I don't know. I just, I, I like the Ewoks. I just, I've neglected them. It's not because they're a poor team. I just, I don't have the mods to do an entire new team, right? So I'm, I'm kind of doing the bare minimum. I'm going to take them all up. I think I'm going to take Elder and Wicket to 11 and um, Low Grade to 11. I'm going to try Paplu and Chirpa at, at gear 10, I think it is. I've got three of my 11, two of my 10. I'm just going to try it, but I've made like a little spreadsheet for myself of what gear they need. So I'm kind of, I'm keeping it all in the bank, just kind of stockpiling it to see, you know, no Zeta on Chirpa. So I'm, I'm going to slowly build them up to where they need to be just, but um, I'm pretty excited about it. Cause this is the first time I've actually used the Ewoks and, and all this discussion about the Ewoks. I'm, I'm sure it'll be brought up tonight. You know, just, it's got me, I've learned how to play the Ewoks just through, through chatter, you know? So now they're kind of exciting, you know, Paplu, you know, it's like the facilitator and just, that's the one I'm having. I'm going to have to, I don't know. They got to pick the Ewoks or first order. I can't have both. Um, but then had, had a lot of fun with ships this week. We had a guy, uh, Dutch long, long. I've been playing with Dutch for a long time. Uh, he, he gave us some footage and kind of helped explain like the new ship meta, if you will. So I've had a lot of fun in the fleet arena. Trying out, <laughs> trying out. Sorry, ships. I misheard you. I didn't hear ship arena. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I got the chuckles. Oh. Give me the chuckles. We're Did talking about off? being naughty with the language before the stream, weren't we? <laughs> yes. I'm like, he's at home. He feels <laughs> Well, I mean, if I slipped up, I apologize. But that 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 term was relevant about a month ago because I, I hated ships. But now it's uh it's it's it's, it's fun again because I'm using like Anakin and Fives who's been sitting collecting dust. It's been it's been a fun week. Very nice. <laughs> well, good night, punk. What did you do? 
<laughs> a whole lot of nothing. Yeah. But mainly because my Ewoks are golden. So <laughs> it's the first time that I've actually not yeah. had to panic anything. So You're I'm, I'm just sitting back and. There's a lot of Ewok arrogance going on in the community right now, I have to say. Yeah, that's no kidding. <laughs> it is. They're loud. They've been sitting on Ewoks, trying to justify them for a year and a half or two now. Trying to push them on everybody. And it was like, oh, now, now. It's just like patting their heads into the corner. It's just like, it, like I Since the show's been on, right? Like, even back in the day when we first started and the game was new. And it was always, to me, and we can attest this, I loved anything with like a good synergy to it. And, you know, that's you take the time. I finally took the time like six months ago because there wasn't really anything I needed to farm gear on. And I just got the Ewoks up because they're a fun team, you know, and turns out it's going to end up being a good thing for me. So, but it is, fun right. to, uh, it is fun. It is fun to say, Hey, I have golden Ewoks and watch people uh, farm them. It's so pretty and I have a, I have some statistics at my fingers about Ooh. Ewok about Chief Chirpa Zetas. Okay. So it was I just got I just had this sent to me. So a thousand they increased by a thousand I think in three days after C three PO was announced from eighty eight hundred to ninety nine hundred. And then I just got somebody just uh, just sent me an update and it's um, he is now surpassed. Uh, Darth Rev, Darth Revan, Jedi Knight Revan in number of Zetas at twelve thousand six hundred and sixty-nine in the game. So, wow, wow, hey, yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. I'm sure I mean, more people have Chief Chirpa though. I'm, I'm kind of surprised. Yes, it's about fifty, fifty-seven percent of all Gear Eleven Chirpas are are Zated. Interesting. So before this week, I had, I had, I the first one I did was Wickets because the healing from his AOE is just redonkulous and then sherpas because of the uh the assist i'm loving it but i'm i I can i can see sherpa being the first one you want anyway so i can totally see that number going up like that it's crazy that's crazy i'm i'm pretty surprised i figured a lot more people would hold on to their zetas a little bit longer and then actually wait and see how tough the event is and then kind of go from there but Yes, I am. Because if if I start the Zeta on Chirpa, I'm going to end up doing them all, and it's just going to be. <laughs> this is kind yep, of that's what I'm worried is, about. This is kind of um, reminiscent of Chewy, right? Like Chewy came out, and everyone's it's it's it's. I don't want it to be a resource drain for me if something bigger is coming in, you know, a month or so. Yeah, like I want to have. Yeah. I was not ready for Revan. Like I struggled in Arena for weeks because I only had one Zeta. You know, it's it was a real struggle. So I don't want. I want to do that again. <laughs> it's just, yeah, uh, totally understandable. Yeah, and one nice Let's thing see. about Goodnight Punk having his golden Ewoks is with Grand Arena, I mean, he's got a team that probably not a lot of people have, and that's a pretty big advantage. I put it on defense for five minutes today, so there was that. <laughs> wow, <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, the guy wow. I was playing had a uh, quadruple Zeta Ewok team. I had no idea what I was going to do Holy with that. Holy crap. I didn't even know. Yeah, <laughs> so... Rough. Let's see. This week I started farming uh, the Hound's Tooth finally. So uh, why'd that, you do uh, that? Oh, we'll talk about that. Okay, you'll Sounds see. <laughs> I maxed out Yoda. So oh, first time, excellent First character with two Gear Twelve Police or Gear Two. Yeah, man, I can't talk. Two Gear Twelve Plus pieces. So wow. I finished him. 
And uh, I just got one more to go on Revan and yeah, finally putting those gear 12s to use now that I That's got all that crazy. massive stockpile. Nice. The And here's a funny, you'll like this one, Wink. I'm actually working on characters for a ship. So what? a gear 10 Landino and a gear 8 L3 because I've almost got Lando's Millennium Falcon to seven stars. And I really like that ship, so... It's a nice ship. It's really good. I've seen so many people using it in Arena, and man, when that thing comes in as a third or fourth reinforcement, it can do some serious work. Like, it is not fun to deal with. Yeah. It's it's a good... uh, It's definitely a good to be one of your last uh, reinforcements if you have last that long, because of all the extra bonus attacks it gets. It's pretty fun. Plus, it got the it's it's got the man. It's got <laughs> the uh, dispel as well. So nice. It's pretty good. How about you, Wink? What have you been up to? Well, um, so I wanted to clarify one thing I said last week, and that was because I was going through my mods. I've been trying to get a little bit more offense on Grandmaster Yoda, which is kind of difficult at this point, but. I noticed that I had an offense primary mod with offense percent secondary. And I said last week that you can't have those. You can't have those anymore. They were available kind of like in the beginning of the game. And that's why both of mine are health set bonus. Uh, They're pretty rare to run across. Um, But I, you know, it's funny is about this based off what you just said, the, I was wondering about what you said last week because I was searching, you know how you get in the filter and if you go back in it, sometimes what you had is saved there and you have to start over mm-hmm. or press clear to make it go away and sometimes it's already cleared. Yep. Well, I went in there and it wasn't already cleared and I hit offense percent primary, but my offense percent secondary was still already pressed mm-hmm. when I went to search and I had four mods that had offense percent primary and secondary. So That's I'm how many I've right got now. <laughs> I was like, oh, well, uh, I guess that can happen. Maybe it's not as... Were they all uh, health set bonus as well? That is a good question. I can't. I don't know off the top of my mind. I just knew that I saw yeah. some that were this similar, and it was throwing me off. But anyway, I think that was something they changed shortly after mods came out, because you don't see those anymore. Um, all right, like the other... The very rare speed secondary speed arrows. Exactly. That there for a little bit. Kill to have <laughs> one of those, man. Uh, the other thing I did this week was literally the day after we recorded our last podcast, when I was so excited about the 10 million I got in phase two of the raid, uh, I ended up hitting 14 million, uh, the day after the podcast with my Revan team. And then the other day I hit 13 and a half or something like that. And the, uh, the last run, the 13-something million, I actually got some video footage of. So I'm going to put together a video this weekend uh, with kind of my top strategies for maximizing your Jedi in that phase. It'll be pretty universal as far as being good for Revan teams and Bastlashan teams. Uh, both those teams should do quite well. Revan's going to be better, obviously. But most of the tips I'm going to talk about in that video are going to be catered to both of those teams, actually. So make sure you check that out on our YouTube channel. Uh, other than that, that's that's pretty much the gist of it. I mean, I've kind of looked at my Ewoks, but that's about it. I've been farming stuff. Um, I 
I guess I'll say the one thing that I have changed this week as far as farming strategies is bounty hunter ships. I am doing node refresh on the bounty hunter ships because if you notice in game, there are four of them. Three of them recently became available. Boba Fett's been been here a while. Here is my theory. I suspect that we will need three bounty hunter ships, probably seven star. We'll see. And probably the Executrix, I would guess. And that will be the requirements to eventually get a Millennium Falcon, which I could totally see C-3PO being a crew member of. So I am trying to make sure that I am working on farming those bounty hunter ships, getting at least three of them to seven stars, because I do not want to miss out on that. Can I can I add to that that I'm yeah. wondering about the pilots being seven stars as well? I, I agree with you. It's either that or I, I, I'm sorry, I can't give the uh the kudos to whoever thought of this first it was not me good Marius, you might know but the cargo ship uh it might be the cargo ships too that we need because then you would need the two millennium falcons and Ooh. what bosk's ship and it was ramon it was ramon yeah, yeah. so yeah Ooh. i hope um, that's not what it is the game changers that would be rough yeah <laughs> you just looked at yours didn't you <laughs> yeah i did yeah. <laughs> not yeah, good so but either way like you might need the 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 pilots. I can't remember for the Phoenix uh, event to get Thrawn's ship. If you need, I think you needed the pilots at seven stars as well, right? You couldn't just have the ships. I think yeah. I had all of my pilots at seven stars in order to be able to get Thrawn in the first place. So, um, yeah, anyway. yeah, that one kind of had weird uh, requirements because of the Thrawnish thing in the first place. So I don't know. I wonder if that is a thing that'll happen. I never really thought about the sh- the. The pilot thing because that adds an extra layer to legendaries as ships go. Because <laughs> now you don't just need one type of thing at seven star, yeah. you got two, and that would be out and of that's control. possible, especially especially for the bounty hunters because, yeah, most of them are hard nodes as well as their ships. And rough. Oh, boss, <laughs> boss and houndstooth would be a nightmare to panic farm, that'd be awful, <laughs> it's like, yeah. It'd be almost impo- yeah, for sure. Well, yeah, and like it's two, two, and twenty energy nodes. This and that. No thanks. In six months, the road ahead post is what really kind of got me onto this idea that's going to be bounty hunters specifically, just because they had three come out recently. There was already one, so if you if they kind of force you to panic panic farm, two of the new ships already have slave one. You know that would get you at the three required bounty hunter ships and. You know, why else would they release three ships? You know, it's just, it seems kind of odd. Plus, the fact that they were talking about going back to the original trilogy, you know, I think that really lends towards the Millennium Falcon. And, you know, that's the ship they were hunting. You know, they were specific. They, mm-hmm. these bounty hunter ships were literally going directly after the Millennium Falcon. It, I mean, logically, with the movie, it ties in too well. I think for them to not do that. So it it does really. I think I think that that's the path of least resistance and uh, yeah, one of my guildies we did Most a show, resistance, one of actually. our streams. The, those, <laughs> those are tough ships to get. <laughs> they are. Yeah, and the timing, I mean, I don't know if we have uh 
uh, I just pulled the Revan timing out and I think it was like two months, maybe a month and a half, two months between the time that the last uh, units dropped in uh, in nodes until until the event launched. So it, it might not be that long. And for, for people who are scrambling with Ewoks right now, I mean... It's I'm spread way too thin to, <laughs> to to be you know to be double uh, yeah. double farming the the Xanadu blood node. But Gil Maurice is really happy that they've they put Django Fed in there this week because he just got <laughs> no, the no, houndstooth no. the seven stars. Okay. So he gets well, being sarcastic. No that's so frustrating. It really chapped my buttons. Let me tell you what that, that yeah. I mean. I was, Refreshing the node, we're just spending seventy-five, sometimes one hundred twenty-five crystals a day to farm that thing, you know. And just uh, and now it's done, and now Django, who I was really excited about, I've been gearing him kind of slowly, and he's just gonna have to wait. Yeah, I'm not getting Django. Yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat. I'm too close to being done with Houndstooth. But there was one other thing I wanted to mention about farming them. Like, I think if you're going for bounty hunter ships, Slave One, you've had so much lead time on. It's a safe assumption. The Houndstooth is an amazing ship, maybe the best in the game, and now you're getting Django with it, so that's an obvious farm. But wherever it comes down to IG-2000 and Xanadu Blood, IG-2000 is on a 16 energy node versus Xanadu Blood that's on a 20 energy node, so that is something else to consider if you're trying to decide between those two to farm. It's going to be a lot cheaper and, you know... You may be able to even do a node refresh that you wouldn't have been able to do or something along those lines if you wanted to go with the IG-2000 versus Xanadu. It's not, a, it's not a terrible ship. It's by no means fantastic, but it's it's serviceable. You know, it, it can replace um, uh, Tide Advance. You can use Tide Advance where else an IG-2000 kind of serve the same purpose yeah. like under a Tarkin with all the debuffs and stuff. So, I mean, he, it's okay. It's good for It's good for depth. So if you get the ship... You'd be glad you have it for like Grand Arena, Territory Wars, things like that. Yeah. Here's another idea just throwing out there for the reason to add ships. If it wasn't the Millennium Falcon, and I've said this all the time on the show, if if they want to make a ship raid, they have to add more ships. There's not there's not enough ships in the game to have any type of real grouping of teams to use the synergy. Thinking about synergy and ships for a ship parade just isn't really there with how many ships are in the game. So they've been adding a lot of Sith and a lot of bounty hunters. I just hope they're adding them so that eventually they have enough ships that they can actually make a ship raid. That would be I awesome. Know. I know I love those new Sith ships. I, like there, we we got to try those out on the test account, and uh, you know, good old Maurice and I were like, oh, we should probably do a video about these ships. Let's just go and you know check them out, and, and we're kind of a little bit reluctant because we really like to, you know, really dive in and 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 you know, just really really play with something like do like a hundred arena battles before we're, we're you know ready to kind of make a decision about it. We went in mm -hmm. like beating the like the houndstooth bounty hunter meta just right off the bat we're like ooh, these are actually really great easy to play ships with their uh concussion bombs i mean those are just yeah. ooh, those are lovely lovely uh, you know that that's that's one of those things on my list it's like rose zalbar i <laughs> just keep pulling them <laughs> onto my favorites and you know now they're they are both farmable now right the uh the other um sith uh sith marauder ship i was aggressively farming him in cantina for his ship and then 
uh, uh, I needed an, another Jedi. So I started doing Isla Secura because she was not unlocked um, a couple wow. of weeks ago. And now she is. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, nice. Yeah. She's a good yeah. character. Little under the program. She is. No yeah. yeah it's, it's, it was really sad that so the B-28 marquee was what? The same time they released Jenga or Revan's kit, I think. Yeah. So pretty much like no one cared yeah. about the ship well, at all. Well, they did uh, do blood with Django. Like they've been slipping these ships in all stealth. Like it's almost yeah. like they don't want people to notice. So that, that leads to me believe there is going to be uh, a original <laughs> trilogy millennium Falcon. Cause they kind of slip like, in. Nobody noticed them. And then poof, panic farm these on the 20 energy nodes, <laughs> you know, like, ah, <laughs> well, they they also had some uh, some of the ships missed their their drop times for, for fleets and for as of the uh, and no one really even noticed that they weren't keeping pace for those ships and the marquee schedule, except for the hardcore ship people were like, hey, shouldn't this be farmable now? And they're like, oh yeah, oops, uh, yeah. <laughs> all thirty. <laughs> here's a two two days later. They're like, here's an update that makes uh, Xanadu blood farmable or whatever it was. There was a, there was one or two ships that were that way. So it's like these ships are on the back of the mind right now with everything else that's going on. But there's some really good ones that have come out. That's true. true. It's kind of comforting to me though that ships are not front of mind for them because it feels like we have a little bit of leeway. <laughs> it's like, it's like, Oh, they're forgetting yeah. to, you know, drop the marquees when they're supposed to be dropped. It's maybe they're <laughs> as much of a priority as they are, you know, to, to CG and EA as they are to the majority of players at the moment. They, they are getting more interesting. It's mm -hmm. nice to um, have more options and to, you know, be a little bit more creative. I've gone back to like the, basically the, you know, the TIE fighter pilot dodge meta, <laughs> <laughs> you know, on offense, which I just win with every single time. Doesn't matter who I'm fighting, uh, you know, putting foresight up and just forcing my capital ship to um, the ultimate uh, faster than the other cap ship. And uh, and it's it's an easy win. But, I've you know, I have my bugs pretty, pretty well maxed uh, to at gear 12 with some I think one or two pieces maybe, and then uh, spy at gear 11. So, uh, but I've taken them out in favor of, well, Houndstooth, uh, TIE fighter pilot and um, Kylo Ren's, um, I always get the name wrong. I want, is it the slicer Silent. or the silencer? <laughs> silencer. It depends on who you ask. <laughs> That's true. You know, yeah. you know right. the one, the, the cool one, with the, the pointy yeah. thing is on the front. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you yeah. what, though, that the old Kylo ship is the counter to the new Geonosian counter. You know, the, the old Kylo ship, the old the shuttle, mm -hmm. that thing's going to come in handy when people start switching over to Thrawn and Mace and go with the Houndstooth and the, I've got Gauntlet Starfighters everywhere in my shard that everyone's running Gauntlet Starfighter, Silencer Advance and Houndstooth under Tarkin or Mace, everybody on the shard. It's just, um, that, that, uh, especially once people start getting Anakin, that Kylo shuttle is going to be interesting because you can bring it in reserve and, and remove turn meter from the reinforcement. So Anakin's going to come in. He's not going to be able to do his AOE. He just sits there, hopefully wide open. You can just blast him right out. Like that Kylo shuttle is is like the counter to the counter, so that's insane. <laughs> yeah, if you have the pilots and you got the ship, you know, kind of maybe maybe put in your favorites. You might need it the next, you know, couple months. What what is this? What we're talking about? 
strategies? This a thing that exists now? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Set it and forget it, man. I thought that's what happened with ships. I I was going to add one last piece of ship strategy, and that is the TIE Reaper is still freaking good. Like it's awesome. It it is such a good reinforcement because when it like if you have it come in as reinforcement, you've already got ships that are down in health. And if you have a slower capital ship, that ship could be the difference between you getting your uh ultimate ability off versus the enemy. So do not overlook the uh TIE Reaper. Well, my reinforcements are Fives, Reaper, and I also use Sunfac. All three of those ships remove a slight amount of turn meter, but you keep bringing them in, and they keep removing turn meter. You keep reducing mm-hmm. the capital ship's turn meter. Exactly. And Thrawn is actually back to being a good fleet commander now. I, I do like Thrawn again. It's been a while. Uh, Tark is useless versus this mace meta. This thing is going to be silly. <laughs> yeah, It's I'm, so infuriating. I like don't Revan s- versus Revan. I have <laughs> almost no maces. It's kind of nice, so... My ship shard is so quiet. I was really taken aback the other day when there was like a Xanadu blood hound's tooth like um ghost. I was like, um no, I'm I'm the one who brings the meta to this ship shard, <laughs> not this like <laughs> random human being who happens to have Cad Bane at gear 12. <laughs> I'm not okay. It's like, damn, because usually it's like and it sounds arrogant, but it's just like so quiet. And you know, and it's like I have the bugs, and then like three months later, someone else gets the bugs. It's like, oh, it's so yeah. great. But yeah, those that do, but but it's it's hard because I don't have anywhere to practice. I'm always practicing in an arena, putting in alternate teams, trying to take down Revan with Rain Nest or uh, you know, Night Sisters or whatever in preparation for territory wars, but I can't practice anything and I can't theory craft in my in my ship uh, arena because there's just nothing nothing to fight against. So it's it's it's, it's good and it's bad. Yeah. yeah. Well, well Dutch, Dutch is lurking in your chat here. He he created a monster. Well, what a good fleet he came. That was that was. I just want to give him a shout out. I'm sorry. <laughs> good team, Dutch. Good team. I'm enjoying ships. Nice. There you go. Perfect uh, comment here in chat. If Wampa had a ship, Goodnight Punk would feel differently about ships. That is true. <laughs> if I could put my Wampa inside of anything, I would be happy. Yeah, that is definitely true. And, and uh, arena report for me, not a lot happening in the 200 to 300 range, just saying. We're seeing a whole lot of the same thing from back before ship 2.0, including my own, so... That's where you're interested. That's where Biggs <laughs> got that Biggs in there. Oh, Biggs, well, Biggs is out. No, is Biggs out there? Yes, it's. I run Biggs, Tie Fight, Tie Pants, <laughs> and uh, Tie Fighter Pilot because I'm balling. It's good. You're ready for TW. That's all you're allowed in TW. <laughs> I said, no yep, it's working for me. Well, it's working for me there. I don't know about Arena. All right, uh, you guys ready to move on? Next topic? I am. Always in motion, the future is. To the calendar, we must look. Well. So so who is that, actually? (laughs) That that (laughs) is is one of your, like, really, like, sexy lovers or what's going on there yeah it, it is uh quote unquote the sultry female that is her nickname but it's my <laughs> girlfriend so i uh 
you know. Lucky man. Yeah, every now and then <laughs> I'll be like, all right, I need you to come record some stuff. Come up with something sultry. And yeah. that's, that's how it happens. Voice, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Normal. <laughs> um, Just calling you out. <laughs> all right. So next week, December 14th. There was something happening in the game. Does anyone know what that is? What's that? <laughs> the boxes are being unlocked. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That is, that is true. That is portrait. one thing. Yes. Well, We're going to be on our fourth Pride Exhibition match in Grand Arena. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> For five minutes, we will be attacking. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. it, we might be on our fourth by Sunday, but, uh, you know. <laughs> it's only it's only a seventh. I mean, by the fourteenth, we could get in a lot of those. Um, what time is it? How much longer we got in the podcast? We might have the second one by then. Uh, yeah, maybe <laughs> it's up right now. It's already. There. I joined. I just it. Joined. <laughs> Let me set my defense. I'll be back. <laughs> All right. So C three PO was announced. He will be coming. Sounds like next week on the fourteenth. That is what the hints were given out. I do believe and. Uh, Live on the show last week. So if you want to see my excited my excited face, go watch last week's episode. <laughs> I, I was looking, imagine. I was looking on Reddit while Wink was talking about God knows what. And yeah. uh, this picture of the golden god just appeared on my screen. <laughs> and I couldn't help but smile. Because I knew. I just knew what it meant. He knew that the Ewoks gonna were gonna be required. And they are. You're gonna need five of them. Um, the, there's one really interesting thing that I have noticed is that we do not know if this is going to be a legendary event or not. They said Ewoks, which a entire faction lends towards a legendary event, which would mean a five-star unlock, but we've had no other information indicating that that is the case or anything of the sort. So that is, you know... We'll see. Uh, hoping he will be like Chewbacca, be a legendary event, unlock five star, and have the opportunity to get him at seven star, but we will see. Um, so, good night, Punk. What's up? What do we do with this info? You're, you, you, you worship the Ewoks like the Ewoks worship C3PO. <laughs> you know everything about them. So, tell I us. I don't know about all that, but I do know. What my what my opinion the best Ewok team is, and that that is the one I have gold, um, and that is Zeta Chirpa lead with a weak wicket. Gosh, I cannot talk. Wicket, low gray Paplu and Elder, and people were asking in our chat on Discord why Elder and not someone like Scout for the DPS, and the reason you want Elder not only because of his uh, revive his special revive. But if you look at his basic ability, he adds DPS or not DPS turn meter. What is wrong with me? Turn meter. He adds turn meter on his basic. Anytime he attacks. And with the Ewoks, there's a lot of assist abilities with a Zeta Chirpa lead. So there's a lot of chances for elder to be pulled in and add a bunch of turn meter to your team through the uh, basic of elder. So I think that, a lot of people think of the, the Ewoks and they think of this pestering team that takes a lot of turns because they gain a lot of turn meter. And one of the main reasons for that is is 
elder. So I think if you're going to take someone out for scout, it's probably going to be Paplu. Um, but then you leave yourself open without a tank. But I would say scout for Paplu would probably be the best for that team if you're going to use scout and not Paplu scout and you want to leave elder in there. Um, and that might work for some people because scout's been in the game forever. So some people might have him at seven stars instead of Paplu. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I think in an Ewok team, you definitely want to leave elder in. And that was a question that was asked earlier. Um, so yeah, Zeta Chirpa, Wicket, low gray elder Paplu. And like I said, my favorite Zeta for healing on that team is Wicket. And another one, I want you guys to Tell me what you think of the, about this because it's kind of something people haven't really talked about. But when Paplu and Logre came out, kind of with Paplu, one of the main things people talked about was that it seemed like he was built for a Tebow lead. So let me find him here and tell you the reason for that. So his basic or his uh, unique. Whenever Paplu gains a status effect, he gains five percent health and protection. Whenever Paplu gains stealth. Dispel stealth and gain taunt for two turns. Paplu has 25% speed when he doesn't when he does not have taunt active. So always trying to find a way to get himself taunt. And if you don't know Tebow's ability, his leader ability, allies have a 55% chance to gain stealth for one turn at the beginning of their turns, and 50% chance to gain 25% turn meter at the end of their turns. So if you're using a Tebow lead with Paplu, fill in the blanks for the other Ewoks. I think that that's another team that could be usable if you don't have Chirpa to lead the team. So just just an idea to put out there that I don't think I've heard too much about. But I don't, have you guys ever thought about that since the Ewoks were introduced? I, I, have you ever thought honest. about Ewoks? Since no, yeah. not really. I, I, no. I know some like lovely, I know like some of my besties are like big Ewok fans. And when they talk about them, I would just hear, I'm just going to be cheesy right now. Like I would just hear like, yub nub, yub nub. Like I would not pay attention <laughs> to what they were saying. And now it's like edge of my seat, like thriller movie, like tell me more. Cause uh, you know, I'm finally going to have my Ewoks. I don't do a team halfway. I'm not going to put, I'm not going to just get this team good enough to get, get three PO because they are very useful. They can go against mm-hmm. night sisters, bounty hunters, you know, first order. So, you know, it's, it's, you know, I might as well have another team in my pocket for, for territory wars and grand arena. So, so yes, I have not thought about that, but it's very cool. I, Tebow was one of my first seven star characters, as I'm sure many, <laughs> it was for many people, you know, and, uh, he was, he, you know, like, I don't think there's any other character that removes hundred percent turn meter on a basic. He's, yeah. you know, he's a good little Ewok. He's great. I love the stealth mechanic, you know, back mm-hmm. in the days where it wasn't all about efficiency and territory wars, you, uh, I would put him as lead and try and you know, take down some, like counter team or you know whatever so uh you know even at gear nine so yeah it's it's that's a really good point uh with with the with the stealth i'm just i'm yeah fascinated learning about them because they are they are a very very cool team like i I don't know if there's any any team that's more synergistic that has more like heal mechanics 
assist mechanics and turn meter mechanics in the game. Like it's just their damn damage that <laughs> it's yeah. holding them yeah. back. Those fifteen hundred damage basic attacks. And maybe maybe, maybe three PO is going to do something about that for them. You know, is going to give them some you know like you know uh, enthusiastic buff <laughs> you know, when, he's, <laughs> when he's kicking. You know, and the it, it would Ewoks... have to be like five hundred percent offense. For me to be interested, <laughs> it would be territory war bonus for Clone Wars month uh, damage. Yeah, to get them up there. So the Ewoks are really interesting because, like, like you said, like they have all these turn meter mechanics and all this stuff that kind of synergizes them really well together. And like you were talking about Logre, like he has an. AOE days. He's one of like four characters in the entire game that has an AOE days. And then who is it? Uh and that also removes turn meter, doesn't it? He's a he's a very slow nest, is what he's what it is what he is. He's <laughs> very, very slow. That's <laughs> nest. Yeah, Funny. kind of. And so that kind of makes me think and just wonder what type of event we're actually gonna see for C3PO because ideally using Ewoks. I would suspect it would be something exactly like something that we already have in the game. And that is the Endor Escalation Battle. I mean, it would be perfect to have the Ewoks battle against the Empire and an AT-AT to get C-3PO. So I'm kind of wondering if this will be maybe like a more legendary event like that, if we will maybe see another ATAT, or if it'll just be all Empire, uh, you know, you're probably not going to see Darth Vader and Palpatine. You're probably not going to see any of those characters in the event. I wouldn't think if it's kind of following the storyline, which a lot of these events kind of do to some degree, or at least they try to. Um, I'm very curious because the wide ranging abilities that the Ewoks have as a whole. I think is really going to determine, you know, the type of event is really going to determine what Ewoks you want to take into the battle. Yeah, for sure. That's why that's the only part that makes me scared because the only there's two leaders, there's Chirpa and there's Tebow. Uh, I have those five. I talked about at gear 12. I have scout at gear 11 and my Tebow is gear nine. So if it requires the stealth mechanic with Tebow, I'm actually going to have to put some work in on on him. Oh, he was yeah. the one I left out because he's he's the one that, unless he's the leader, I'm probably always going to leave him out, you know. But I'm hoping that he's not the one that's needed. Yeah. Well, so all, all the see. talking heads like us are chirpa, 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 and then if we go into this event, it's just like every single character counters. It's like a bunch of you know just all countering <laughs> characters. Yeah. Like oh. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, sorry, community. <laughs> they do, they do want to take our Zetas away from us, though. I have four right now. I very rarely have four. I like struggle to put Revens on, and then and now I'm like, you know, never hashtag never again. Am I getting a legendary character and not being able to put at least two Zetas on him right away? Yep. So I think I think they're gonna suck some Zetas out of us. You know, I really it's do. It's a resource drain. That's what I'm scared of. Absolutely, well, it's a re- of course it's a resource drain. And don't, C- don't be afraid. C three PO is gonna. Uh, He's going to need two Zetas, and then you might need to spend two or three to even get him. So that's a really good point. Uh, I'm and then Dark Side Revan comes in the next week. Bam! Got you. <laughs> <laughs> just like... Twenty-four Zetas needed. Oh my Probably. goodness! 
I'll tell you what I'm doing. I am not doing anything with my Ewoks. I am leaving them just as they are sitting right now. I am hoarding gear. I am hoarding Omegas, Zetas, currency, everything. And I think once this event goes live, I think I may jump on the Twitch, do a little live stream, and see how little gear I can beat the event with. That I think that's going to be my goal. Um, we'll see, because, man, my Ewoks are pathetic. I'm, I, I may not be able to save enough gear to actually beat the event, to be perfectly honest. You and I so, have the same strategy. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do the bare minimum. I, I bare minimum like to do that strategy, but I'm like, I'm just pouring. Oh, like, I see, a, yeah, I see a plus sign and there. I'm just, yeah, uh, putting it on. Uh, Lamar, who's in the, who's in the chat right now, he made a good point. He was on a, our, one of our streams with, uh, he was one of our Ewok guys on a stream we did last week, two, two streams, and uh, he, he made the point that what if C3PO has some synergy with the Ewoks that makes one of the Zetas not as needed for use in territory wars. You know, perhaps they're going to be an arena team. I don't think we're going to see the Ewoks taking down Jedi Knight Revan. I, I hope <laughs> we don't. You know, like it's we probably... already did. Wasn't that, didn't that happen <laughs> the did, day Revan came out? That was that was their guest actually nice. Lamar and um, uh, Dag uh, Dagother thirteen who yes was the he has like eighteen thousand views on his uh, Ewok takedown video on Revan but oh wow uh, classic yep. so maybe C three PO will push him over the edge and at least the Ewok fan boys and girls who have them at gear twelve you know plus get to run them in arena again I mean that's that's fabulous. I always think of like I always think they give little props to like the really hardcore fans, like the Ewok fans and the Night Sister fans and the Empire fans that they get to kind of they always get there's always a way to kind of use those teams uh, with with the uh, against the current meta if you re if you really want to and you really invest into them. So maybe that'll be for Ewoks too now. Maybe so. I should start gearing my Tuskens. Yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> Great advice. No. Uh, Maybe I should unlock Aurora first. <laughs> Me too. Bill. I wanted something. I wanted to say about the C3PO event. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Someone talking. Um, there was also said on Reddit, and I can't remember which of the devs said it, but they are looking to make it so that you can skip the cutscene on oh. the final battle. <laughs> and. They're going. I think that they're trying to do the same for the Chewbacca event, in which we now know will be coming back this month. So, the idea is that the first time you do it, you'll have to watch it, and every time after that, you don't. So, hopefully, with C three PO, if that last battle is as hard as the uh, Chewbacca one was, you won't be sitting there watching that. As cool as the cutscenes are, when you see it fifteen hundred times. You kind of get tired of it. So the idea here is you're not going to have to watch the cutscene over and over for C-3PO. Yeah. I still have nightmares about that Thrawn stare. When he turns around and looks at you, you're like, oh, here we go again. (laughs) 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 Yeah, that is a good point. And uh, (laughs) you kind of mentioned Chewbacca. He's coming back. What day is it? The 26th or something? 25th, Christmas Day. It's on Christmas Day. Okay, so get prepared. On Christmas Day, Merry Christmas. Um, If you don't already know, we've just, I did a video on this in the past. 
You don't need to go balls to the wall to get Chewbacca at seven stars if you have a gear 12 Boba, maybe even a gear 11. If you have that, you're good. The other bounty hunters can be middle-of-the-road gear levels. Hell, they might not even need gear. I don't know. Just load everyone else up with potency and load Boba with offense. There, there'll be... You know, we've got a video on YouTube showing you how to do that. But uh, don't go crazy on gearing up for that. But Chewbacca is officially coming back for Christmas. Very exciting stuff. You're, you're a better player than me. <laughs> That's, uh, I needed, I needed, oh, it took me a few tries at that one. It took you like five tries. <laughs> oh, it took me way more than five tries. I I think I took me like, I'm going to stream the event and, you know, show everyone my fails and just do that. You know, because it's fun. But I was, and then I was like, no, I'm just going to do this privately in my car. <laughs> like, yeah, it's it took me about 50, 50 times. I ended up doing it with uh, two Gear 9 bounty hunters and a Gear 11 and two Gear 12s. So, Bosk lead, but uh, yeah. killed my Greedo off the bat at Gear 9, and then, and then somehow the rest of it worked out. It's just all, it's weird. It's just so RNG. Bosk, the Bosk lead is the easiest way to do it for sure, but uh, the Boba lead is the way you can do it with the least amount of gear by far. Yes, yeah, absolutely. So you are not suggesting a Zam Wessel lead? Somebody do Zam lead. We have a video. I love Zam. Zam She is interesting. She's very good. (laughs) She's very, very good and She's amazing in certain situations and awful in 75%. (laughs) So (laughs) she really likes to beat up Wampas. I can tell you that much. Just kind of sad. Yes. P5 today for the, for that mission. (laughs) Just, I wanted to throw this out there because those listening can't see chat. So they'll, they'll think that's still the 25th. If they didn't look at the calendar themselves, I'm looking at the calendar right now. Uh, there's a red edit right on the calendar that says start date for the one famous Wookiee event was incorrect. It's updated below. So the new start date is actually the 27th. It's not Christmas like okay. it uh, originally said. All right. So can I ask if you're looking at that? I heard somebody, somebody, Darth Bob, actually, who's also listening right now, said I think it was him, uh, that we have a Territory Wars offensive stage on Christmas Day. <laughs> really? <laughs> That seems a little bit weird. Is that still the the the, so, the case, or maybe they shifted some okay. things around? I have a feeling no, that that, not, that could change there's anyway. There's one starts on the 1st. There's one that starts on the 11th. There's one that starts on the 29th, and then one starts on January 2nd. Okay. Okay. There is a Imperial Retaliation territory battle starting the 20th, so the, what, 5th fifth, uh, fifth phase would be on Christmas? But that's, that's it as far as... Uh, Guild events go. Okay. Yeah. Um, I was about to say something and I lost my train of thought. Uh, yeah. So how about we just move, move along to the next topic? All right. Strong with us. This update is Young Padawans. All right. There was a 
big title update this week. Very exciting stuff. You actually had to go to the App Store. You had to go to your updates. You had to update the actual app with a big fat download. Hopefully you have better internet than I do and didn't have to wait forever for the friggin' thing to download. But we've all got the new update now. So what, what, what did they add? They added some pretty exciting stuff. Um, oh, let me. Yes. I just really want to talk about profile pictures. <laughs> just I mean, super, <laughs> super excited for this. Go for no, it. But th- you talk away. I mean, it is kind of cool. And, and, and it, it stays on par with other games with your aesthetic rewards for doing things in the game. And then adds another layer to those quests that it's not just a, a, uh, title you can get but you get a profile picture too so you can yep and you don't have to use the two together so you can kind of mix and match what you want it's kind of just an extra an extra reason to do the quests that i never do anyway so it's kind of nice to have that in there but i wanted to say if you have not gone and read the flavor text on these profile pictures do yourself a favor and do that because they are freaking hilarious like i went through and i read some of them well, I read all of them, but uh, there were some that were just really good. And I'm gonna, I'm re- gonna read you the one that shows a uh, zombie's picture. All right, flavor text on the on zombie's profile picture says, "It's truly dreadful the first time one sees the dead rise, but the seventh or eighth time, it's mostly just frustrating." <laughs> <laughs> so good. And there's a bunch of them on there that are like that. It's pretty pretty great. Uh, yeah, uh, you tweeted out, I think, three of them from the Shattered Order Twitter, at Shattered Order on Twitter, of course. Uh, they were, all, all three of them were actually pretty damn funny. I was laughing. I hadn't even seen them until you tweeted that out and somebody replied. I was like, oh, oh, wow. Yeah, that's, and then I kind of went through and started reading some of them. They are so good. <laughs> I, they they said on Reddit. I think Carrie said on Reddit who it was that uh, actually came up with them and how excited they were to be allowed to do something like that. So I can't go to Reddit right now to figure out who it was. But whoever you are, if you are listening, good job because those are freaking yeah, hilarious. They're they're amazing for sure. But yeah, these uh, new profile pictures. I mean, they really kind of they definitely make it a little bit more. I want to say interesting. I don't, do they really add a lot? No, but they're fun. Uh, it's you know, it's kind of nice that you know you may see a profile picture that you really like, and so it may push you into you know trying to do whatever it takes to get that specific profile picture. And uh, that's so. The real question is, which one are you guys using? I'm not using the one I want to be using. I know that much. But let me go into the game, and I will figure out which one I am suffering through using until a later time comes. Oh, I'm curious. How about you, Maurice? Uh, Asajj? That one's pretty sweet. I am using one of the Chewbacca ones. It's not very I'm sure it's not Zalbar. (laughs) <laughs> no, I'm not sure it's not Zalbar. I can't I can't zoom in far enough. It's the one I was tempted to go Zalbar. Zalbar was on the list. Yes, he's right there. I see it. Jedi Consular is pretty badass. 
I was like, ooh, yeah. baby. What right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you lack for in your kit, you make up for in your little <laughs> Well, far, the, okay, so the, for the longest, the one I was using at first was the one that's of the uh, the dude that's sitting there next to the challenges. It's always talking about uh, coming up with new challenges for players or whatever. You know, so, you know who I'm talking about? The little dude that looks like Plo Koon. Drawing blanks here. Well, anyways, the flavor text on his is uh, oh, aspiring, yeah, yeah. aspiring hollow table heroes appreciate the sage advice from this cunning tactician, but there certainly seems to be a lot of dust on his military texts. <laughs> <laughs> I was using that one forever, but then with the update on the fifth, the day after the uh, title update, they added in one for with a quest to get Ewok shards, which I'm sure a lot of people that don't have the Ewoks fully geared or uh, starred yet were happy about because it was really easy. But it unlocked Wicket's, so I'm using Wicket's picture, but that's only because I'm protesting the fact that there's no Wampa. So Well, that's got to be... Do you notice... Have you clicked on the, the boxes? Because one of them says, this box looks like it should be in cold storage. Oh, and I, be, I bet you any money that's Wampa. Yeah. If it is, Ooh. that will be my favorite Christmas present this year. Yeah. Or maybe it's like a tauntaun or something. Oh, <laughs> that, that's awesome. a good idea. So Sad the three hidden ones, one of them says, hopefully this crate has breathing holes. M- maybe that's. See, that could be Wampa too. <laughs> it could be a Wampa. It could... Two options. Two out of three could be Wampa. I'm happy. I was actually going to say the, uh, these little guys, what, what are these called? Porgs. Porg. Yeah. Oh, maybe that'd be pretty cute. That'd be a way to get Porgs in the game without actually having them in the game. <laughs> exactly. Right? Uh, well, then you have starter guilds named, uh, fresh pulled Porg or things like that. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the starter Which... guilds are about killing porgs. So could, I wouldn't could be that technically be any character in the game though. Doesn't every character in the game need breathing holes? If they're <laughs> yeah. In the box? yeah, but <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Uh, there's another one that says How anticlimactic would it be? <laughs> uh, this crate looks like it's probably dangerous. So what's dangerous? Like all of the things are, da- they, they, everybody's got guns and Evelyn sabers Holdo. and. <laughs> like, <laughs> Holdo, well, maybe. I mean, the original crate itself blew up and killed half the team around it. So maybe this one will just unlock into itself. That would be awesome. I hope they keep the crate should stay as one because why not? <laughs> yeah. I love crate. Everyone said the crate was OP and should be introduced to the arena meta. So those crate memes. Oh my god, my heart was just like. Bursting with love, I just yeah. said, "Oh, those great memes!" Were just, that was that was right on point for my sense of humor. <laughs> so, tied right along with these portrait photos is quest. Um, I've been doing, or at least focusing on the Jedi prestigious quest, and let's see, I am on the Jedi Knight four of four, so. I ha- we have to win one more territory war and I need to place top 10 in four more heroic AATs and I will have that quest completed. And whenever you go to these little portraits, there's one for what looks like Grandmaster Yoda, which 
I am obviously highly interested in. And I started reading, and it said, you know, uh, complete Jedi Master, three of four prestigious quests. And I started thinking, three out of four? Like, I've already done that. And then, come to find out, it's Jedi Master. So this is something I didn't even realize. Once you complete these quests, once you complete the Sith, the Bounty Hunter, and the Jedi, it appears, all of them, they all open up into, you know another uh okay maybe um okay maybe not the bounty hunter maybe fulker magent maybe not it looks like the jedi and the sith both of those have a second quest a master level that will unlock after you complete those initial ones and i had no idea i did not either that's very cool well, sort of. <laughs> it just seems like it's been around forever. It's kind of disappointing. Quests, like the bounty hunter quests are, yeah. are like they're long. It's a, it's a, it's a, yeah, a commitment. Yeah, I thought I was about <laughs> to be finished, but uh, no, I found out that there's going to be a whole nother thing I have to go through to get the portrait I want. But I'll get there eventually. Uh, is there a specific portrait that any of you guys want? Wampa. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Didn't I, see that I love the dark side Bastila art. That's who I'm sporting right now. Yeah. And they're just, I'm kind of um, a, a big B to my shard right now. <laughs> if anyone's nice. listening, just so you know, I realize this that I'm just terrible to you guys, but I'm, you know, I'm just, I get fussy. I'm like, stop hitting me to five, 10 minutes after my payout, <laughs> 10 hours before you. Like, I just, I'm just like a drama queen in there so the dark side basilisk is just kind of embodying how i feel about you know (laughs) (laughs) yeah biston biston oh yeah yeah that would be sweet (laughs) not gonna lie please is he in there (laughs) no no he's not in there of course if he had a portrait he'd almost get as much screen time just from that picture as he did in the movie you know (laughs) (laughs) that's true sadly Thrawn's got one, like a little over-the-shoulder uh, Priscilla Presley kind of thing happening. Uh, happening. <laughs> I'll tell you what, yeah, they. I mean, Jedi Counselor, yeah, he is. He, yeah, he's he's hot, man. Yeah, it's like a young, <laughs> like a little young Terrence Howard in our game right now, just hanging out. <laughs> just elbow. <laughs> he just elbow with a hoodie on. <laughs> <laughs> Scout Troopers coming to the game, right? I hope so. <laughs> Please. Interesting thing. Along with a barmaid. I just, and that dude with, you know, the military texts. That would be awesome. Well, the only reason I lend credence to that idea is because a lot of these, and I haven't actually gone to look through the actual quests in Stage 6 to see if they're Scout Troopers enemies in the Stage 6, as to why that picture is there for the hard st- completing dark side battles stage six on hard, why they would put scout trooper there. But it is an interesting idea that I saw this week, but it seems like a terrible timing for him to just pop up out of nowhere besides maybe the original trilogy characters they were talking about. But when they that tease that in the sense. road ahead, did anyone really think sweet, we might get scout trooper. <laughs> no, that's yeah. a good point. <laughs> I don't know. But he is like I don't the know. most commonly used 
like AI enemy in the game. He's he's in he's all over the place. He's in that Ewok event. He's on all the nodes. That's true. They better buff his health then, because that guy goes, <laughs> yeah, <you're> right? <laughs> Drop a sandbag off. <laughs> that is definitely. We are true. due for a little bit of empire love. We had, you know, we had range and haven't had anybody since, and that's what's been. Yeah, because six months. Super yeah. commander didn't make the cut. <laughs> they, 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 they didn't fly. Well, not... they do now with their ship. That's a little bit, I don't know. I've never farmed a character for they, a ship. And they... and I really don't want to start with, with those two. I just find them, you know, hopefully they get uh, some sort of synergy with something because I, I don't like having characters in my roster that I don't use for squads and only use for ships. It's a waste. Maybe Lando, you know, because L3, I have a gear 12 and I really like, I like Lando's her. Quite good. And he's, yeah, he's useful, but sorry, empire people a lot. And there was like a, a, a moment about six months ago in the guild where I was just like, yeah, it's cool. We're all, we're all like cruising territory wars is going well. And, and uh, Lamar who's in chat was like, Dude, you have to tell people what to farm because, like, there is like another gear eleven and a gear twelve gar every like second day. <laughs> so many Empire fanboys, I'm like, what? <laughs> okay, you know, like, so it's yeah, this is one of those things. He's just not really. Sorry, guys, it's not useful anywhere except his ship yeah. is amazing. But like, else. that gear eleven gar Saxons would be hanging out. With gear eleven, I'm a Gundy in the cantina. Exactly, you know, just <laughs> worthless characters. <laughs> Everyone tries. Everyone has tried some sort of I'm a Gundy, Gar Saxon counter type team, and it, it, it just always just like, ugh. If somebody brings in days, you're just like, oh, yep, <laughs> this team is terrible. <laughs> <It's just> like, <laughs> That's true. Why, they have never worked Why? out. Sadly. I want to say that uh, these accidental puns you guys keep doing are giving me life right now because <laughs> like what? dude just said, or you were just talking about there was – Oh gosh, that's not going to fly. That's what you said about about farming these people. And immediately T said, um, "Well, it is now that they have a ship." <laughs> and uh, all I could think to myself was, "Did they do that on purpose?" Because that setup no. was yeah. amazing. We've been practicing I, I, actually for the last seven hours. We've, we've been rehearsing. For the show he before. has. But I just whenever I'm on stream, I just black out, and then I come to, and then I ask, I ask Gomez, how, "How was I this time?" well okay so next thing in the update they update they added in they keep they threw all this stuff out this week that no one saw coming but the well they saw it coming just not this soon but the um arena payout and time settings into this update as well so you can now update or pay payout hour for arena and i'm sure for like mine along with your guys Mm -hmm. It was a nightmare coordination effort for about 18 hours. But uh, did you guys take advantage of this or did you stay where you were? I have already moved. I moved back an hour uh, to where it is during daylight savings time just because it makes arenas so much easier. And it allows that shipment that's normally between 12 a.m. and 6 a.m. It pushes it to 1 a.m. to 7 p.m. AM and that allows me to hit that shipment and everything is just it works perfect for me. I stayed put in uh in EST <laughs> and I went for the busiest payout. I now have 
myself and one other person in the EST payout in ships. Nice. And, and I have three people in the arena. Um, like you, I mean, it would be wake it, 6 p.m. for my arena payout is is pushing it. You know, and that's it's tough to do. But with only three people in my chat now, and I'm, I'm in a very good arena, uh, like lot, main arena ship chat or um, shard chat. Yeah. Very good, very organized. You know, guys, you know, just kind of, you know, listed if they moved and they moved. We have a bot and the, and the guys that run the bots put it in right away. And it's working pretty well. No one's getting everyone's being patient. No one's being too crabby about it. Uh, but ships is nice. One person to share it with just one and two every day. <laughs> like that's going to it's going to be great. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> yeah. Some, sometimes no I ever. Go ahead. ahead. I was just going to say, sometimes I tease good old Maurice about being an old man, and I just I just picture him on his front porch in a rocking chair, just being like, get out of my, get out of my payout. <laughs> He's just like, I'm not moving. <laughs> Everyone else can move. Yeah. I would be lying if I if I say, well, I looked at my shard chat, and if somebody says, I'm going to move, and if somebody in my, in my, like, my payout, I'd be lying if I said, do, like, a little fist pump, you know, like, yes. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> just watch him leave. Bye, guys. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so that my, is uh, a my chat's. Yeah. Uh, sorry, my chat's good. I don't have any comp- competition, so I'm just gonna I'm gonna stay put until I might I might move if there's like some time where like a cool event comes and I want to like go pretend I'm in Australia for a little bit and get a first. Uh, I might do something like <laughs> tricky like that. But right now it's uh, it's cool. I'm I'm okay where I'm at. Yeah, so it's mine was more. Mine was less about people in my payout than you know scheduling because. Like I said, I work nights. I'm usually 5 p.m. I'm driving to work. So I can't fight on the way to work three or four days a week. And then the other time it was dinner, I usually cook dinner here. So it's usually right in the middle of dinner. So I actually move mine to 8 to 9 p.m. And it's working out perfectly for me. Nice. Three days now, one every day, even days that I normally wouldn't get number one because of scheduling issues uh, every single day now. Are you without fail? So, are you getting more of your free energy too? Because I know that's something we've discussed. I don't know how many times in the past is that you always miss that noon energy, and your arena has been difficult because of the payout time. Has that helped that as well? Yeah. So that changing to eight to nine made my noon energy now three p.m. and I am always awake and not sleeping during the day at three p.m. Nice. So, and even if I'm not at three, it goes till five. So. I have to leave for work at five, so I better be awake and getting that energy <laughs> then. So the only bad thing is it moves the 9 p.m. one to midnight, but I'm pretty much up at midnight every night anyway. So nice. it hasn't hasn't hurt me. So I'm loving this change. It's made it easier for me. I mean, even at work, things die down by 8 o'clock starting at 6, so I can sit and fight in the arena two or three battles and get first at work and I might be sitting at one every day now because nobody in my shard apparently has Hawaii time. So, and the nice. other part was for for you guys that might not know, I was in Mountain Time and Pacific Time because in Arizona my time change doesn't my time doesn't change. But there are li- there was no one in my shard past Central Time that fought for number one. So I pretty much always had it to myself until until the uh, Asian time zones. Wow. Straight up scheduling worked out well. I love this change. Very nice. Yeah, it's been a, it's been nice. It's been very welcome. It's something that we've needed forever because I mean, 
especially a game that requires, I mean, to be competitive, that requires as much time as Swaga does, as far as like, you know, your free energy throughout the day and having to play at a specific time and stuff. It's nice that they finally let you coordinate that with what makes your life easiest. And I think that's in the long term going to be really good for the game as well. So that is, uh, yeah, that's really great to see. Um, so let me go over these uh, other things that were added this week. Well, uh, kind of quickly, real quick though, I wanted to mention the other new quests that they added because they added all these new quests for the Grand Arena, and they have some. <laughs> They have some really, really good rewards. I've been super impressed with like the the just the Grand Arena combat quest. I'm on I've already completed the first one because I did my arena battles earlier. And I'm almost done with this one. And this one gives me half of the stuff that I need to slice a mod from five to six dot. Uh there's let's see, the Treya one gives the Treya, the Revan, and whatever the uh, is it the Han Solo one, they all give gear twelve pieces. I mean, that's awesome. That's that's pretty damn good. I mean, <laughs> nobody will complain about gear twelve pieces. I wouldn't think. Well, the second stage of the Grand Arena quest itself offers five Zeta abil- Zeta mats. Yeah, five Zeta mats and ten Ship Omega mats. That is unbelievable. Yeah, yeah that is that's one of the prestigious quests. So that's one that you have to have selected. That's the uh, Grand Arena Tactical Genius. So if you clear tier one of that, which which I did in just a few battles, it's pretty easy to do. If you can clear that second tier, which isn't that difficult either, twenty stuns, uh, twenty dispels on your allies and gain retribution 10 times so i would think general kenobi all he has to do is his special ability twice and and that should be all the retribution that you need and boom five zetas 10 ship omegas uh i can't wait to see what the rewards are for tier three because i mean these are something that i would suggest everyone pay attention to right now before they go into the attack phase of the Grand Arena in this little exhibition that we're in, just go check these out and try to get some of these because these rewards are really good. And these are pretty easy. You can probably knock them out within a week or so and get, you know, some really good rewards. I, I literally just opened my game and abandoned my Jedi Knight quest. Joining one of these. Nice. Anakin can wait. all right so that's all i wanted to mention good night punk what were the other quickies that you wanted to go over all right so i'm going to go over these kind of quickly because i think that we all kind of want to talk about the big elephant in the room but the is he there if he's he's almost here i'll tell you (laughs) you'll probably see him pop over my shoulder when he gets here he already said he would so if anyone knows who the elephant in the room is from previous prod- podcasts, <laughs> he should be walking through my front door very soon. But the um, one thing I'm really excited about and really was really annoying for a long time, Territory Wars, the join button is supposedly now fixed. So it won't always be grayed out where you have to Ooh, guess and hit exciting. the button. 
that thing. So the bane of every guild leader's existence. Yeah, exactly. Join. It's been happening for weeks, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, this has been months. Why are you telling me now you can't join? <laughs> you didn't notice last time? So now it's fixed. So there's that. I'm, I'm personally the, excited because this is the first TW I'm going to get to participate in in three months. You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was that confused me for about two seconds, <laughs> and it was great. <laughs> oh, All right, so there was a scheduled update that happened the day after the uh, title update, and that added a few more fun things. And the first thing was that Anakin's ship is in shipments now, so you can get it from. Fleet Mega Packs or uh, any of those places where shards go before they become farmable. So, in the shipment, um, the crystal shipment uh, store, there and a bunch of things. So, look for that in what two to three weeks, something like that. So that'll be coming out soon. But the the biggest one for me was that, and we harped on Houndstooth dropping on this node, eight D hard with Stormtrooper when it happened because it was literally confusing as hell because everyone should have Stormtrooper and uh, everyone should have Stormtrooper so you're going after Houndstooth and getting something that doesn't help you. And I think that uh, they kind of just showed us why they did it and why we don't know what they're doing, but in the end, it works out. So they dropped Django on the same node as Houndstooth, and so now you can get both of those from the AT yard. And I know some people, like Maurice and uh, Wink here, have, almost have it to 7-star. Uh, I didn't wasn't farming Houndstooth at all, and this made me found hard. This made me start farming Houndstooth, so it actually worked out really well for me. So, uh, sorry guys. Mm-hmm. And I, I have Django at 6 stars, 20 out of 100, and the Houndstooth at like... Five out of a hundred, so it's perfect for me. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, like it's just that I feel like the game is just you know, like I'm the center of the game right now, which is you know, of course, true. <laughs> of course, <laughs> it was irritating, but I mean, they could have put Houndstooth or Django Fett in any node, you know. I mean, it did, you know, it just it's better than yeah. it be. This is better for players that haven't started farming Houndstooth. Like this instantly becomes a must farm node by having yeah, Django and Houndstooth on it. Sucks for yeah. all the people that are just finishing Houndstooth, but it is great for everyone else. So yeah, long, which, long which, term, it's a very, very, very good move. Yeah, uh, long term, this is a good, like you said, must farm node for sure. Yep. Which you, I think you mentioned before, Wink, it might be like a huge, like, hey, dummies, farm the hound's tooth or you're going to be left in the dust. Like, right. Yeah. Like, it's just like, you know, this is going to be I mean, we don't know if it's going to be needed for for an uh, original trilogy Millennium Falcon event, but uh, they do stuff like this. Right. They're just like, you know, hey, everyone mm-hmm. farm Wicket because he's worth Zetas. And then, OK, lo and behold, if you did that and kind of followed the progression of the game and how they're leading us along, you wouldn't be like me freaking out that you have a five star Wicket. You'd be like, OK, I have a seven star Wicket and it's not that much of a leap to, you know, farm gear for a couple of weeks and, and try and, you know, beat this uh, event, even if it's at, uh, you know, low gear and takes 50 or a hundred times. But uh, they, they do do that. They, they give you, they give us hints and they lead us along. 
Are you laughing because I said doo doo? <laughs> yes, I am. I'm a child. <laughs> Don't mind me. I obviously am as well because I caught that immediately. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the other one they dropped was IG2000 on Lightside 6E. Um, pretty funny. Uh, we had so many dark side hard node drops. Now we've moved to the light side. So in about three months, we'll all be complaining why there's no dark side hard node farms, and then we'll start getting those again. And uh, yeah. <laughs> Did you guys look at these? Sorry, go ahead. Be careful what you wish for, right? Like, just like, <laughs> all right, you guys can play, so here it is. <laughs> in one way, I'm going to flip back the other way. The, uh, they added a whole bunch of packs, uh, much like they did with the Revan one, all the Ewoks. Uh, there's a chance for five to 330 shards of one of the Ewoks if you pay the, you know, the 1299 crystals to get those shards. So if you don't have Ewoks and you, they're all low, that is a decent way to do it. But at least, but in this one, there's seven of them instead of five. So it makes the chances of you getting the ones you really need much lower. So kind of not as good as how I ended up getting Revan myself, but uh, that is available there. I want The only pack I really wanted to talk about, though, was there's a new pack that's not really been around for any of the other characters, but it's the Ewok Gear 10 to Gear 11 pack for <laughs> $4.99 crystals. Have you guys looked at this thing? Yeah. <laughs> for yeah. like three seconds and said, no, sir. Yeah, I did the math and I was like, mm. <laughs> This is literally quite, this is quite literally the the casino pack because it could be great value or it could be absolutely terrible. Yeah. And it, well, I mean, I guess you could say that about everything, so never mind. But this, at first time I looked at it, I'm like, four ninety nine. that seems awful low. And look at all these awesome pieces of gear. But I originally thought that you got all of them in that fringe, oh. but it turns out it's just one. So yeah, you should have known better. Like, come on. I've seen en- I've seen enough like pictures on Discord. Do not buy these to justify them putting that pack in there just this once. You know, like I've seen yeah. dozens and dozens of screenshots. Like, don't buy these. Like, it's like somebody showed a picture of like seven gold eyeball like salvage. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sweet. Oh, I needed yeah. those kind of. The uh, they also changed. Okay, this one I'm sure you guys will want to talk about, and it had a lot of traction this week. Bonus protection was Oof. changed. Uh, sorry, not changed. Fixed. Bonus protection. Very was controversial. Fixed this week. So now it is now based on your current max health and not the max health of your character when the battle starts. What do you? What did you guys think about this when you heard about it? What are your thoughts? You know, what did you uh, hear this week? I, I'll I go ahead. It's a nerf. Go yeah. ahead. Go. Go for it. Go. I was say like, I'll go ahead and take the position that's going to irritate people. Uh, this is the way it should have been from the beginning. It says based on your max health. If your max health gets decreased, then the protection up should be based on the decreased max health because it is based on your max health. It's not based on your initial starting max health. So, I mean, um, I don't really have an issue with it. 100% agree, man. Like, it, it, nowhere in the abilities does it say based on your initial max health that you begin the match with. Like, yes, it, it, it could be considered a nerf. I don't personally think it's a nerf. Um, you know, Nest, Nest was a little... You know, nest is nest because that ability 
was arguably broken. And uh, now she comes back to earth a little bit. She's not, you know, she's not quite as strong as she used to be. And that's fine. She was arguably one of the best characters in the game, top three to five characters available. And she's still a top 10 character. You know, she's just not yeah. quite as good against uh, Revan. And, and maybe what Darth Nihilus and General Grievous. I mean, I mean, what other characters do health down? Like max health down. There's very, very few characters. Yep. It just happens to be the one that's in the current meta does does such an ability. That's and and the truth of the matter is I, I have a, a variety of Revan takedown teams that aren't Revan or Treya. Well, I have three. And uh, you know, I had Nest with uh Ray, which actually just developed this this week and at post nerf because I wanted to see if it was still working because people were telling me it was still working. And then I had the the cheese. I don't think a lot of people knew about. I I knew about it. We didn't actually talk about it at all in the stream because it was nice to have a little bit secret, which is Kira Lead, Nest, and Hermit Yoda. So you you put the buff on Nest right away from Hermit Yoda, and then she gets all of those bonuses. And then under Kira Lead, she's regaining protection. So she she's regaining protection. She's stacking critical damage, and she's just basically going and going and going. You put all protection on her, no speed, and she just kills everybody through her counters. And really, that's what was killed with this change to her kit. So you can no longer do that. You can, uh, I've run that a bunch of times, and you can basically you, you basically need to put it on auto for about four minutes until she builds up enough. Um, stacking uh, crit damage and then you can start and then you can control the match and you know take out Yoda in one shot and take out Revan in one shot and take out Jolie in two that sort of thing that's not working anymore so you get to uh, you know a couple minutes in and then Revan will do his uh, will mark her and and take her down in 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 that you know second or third mark so that that's really the team that's not working anymore the teams with Ray, the teams with uh, uh, Nest with Ray, Nest with Maul, Nest with Aura. Those, I'm assuming the Maul and the Aura ones are still working. I don't use those teams. I don't have Maul Zated. But Ray is fine. Uh, Nest will die if you don't get the, the team down fast enough. But as long as you have your team clocked properly, it's super demanding on speed. Very demanding on speed. You know, BB-8, R2, Ray and one have to be like so fast to get ahead of Revan and Grandmaster Yoda it's working fine so people are saying that's not working anymore it's working fine they're just they don't have their mods clocked properly um period <laughs> so you, did you just burn the community there yeah, <laughs> just, yeah I did because you know like <laughs> telling people that something's not you guys working you better, be, you better be responsible for for what you're telling people and I don't know some retractions need to happen. Nest is working fine. Uh, there's a lot of people who climb with that who don't have Revan, who don't have Treya, and they've, you know, that's still working fine. Yeah. So something that uh, from chat I found interesting, Ryan Blue Thunder said, it's completely contrary to how they handled the Bosk nerf. Bosk contracts hit weakest, and it only considers the health at the start of the turn, not as the health drops mid-turn during Mass Assist. Mm. <laughs> Good point. But like, and then I also go ahead. Sorry, sorry. I was say, well, just one quick thing, then you can go. But I was going to say, Hera's ability also on her basic, uh, if an enemy was the healthiest enemy, also expose them for one turn. That varies. That one is a varying one. 
So they got kind of got one on each side there. Like it's yeah, kind of. I, I wasn't. I'm not familiar with the Bosque situation, unfortunately. But I mean, it's it is one of those things that I mean, your max health can certainly change throughout the battle. I mean, you have max health down, you have max health up. You have characters like R2 who add additional max health as long as they're alive, which means if they die, your max health would decrease. Um, you know, there are, uh, same with Revan's leader, or actually technically his unique ability that kind of ties into his leader ability. You have a lot of situations like that with varying uh, max healths. And I kind of think that's the way it should be. If there's a situation like say Bosk, for example, if that's not working that way, I would argue that that is a bug and is not working accurately. Well, they, they've kind of opened up a can of like, um, this isn't a very feasible suggestion, but like think of Luminara, right? Luminara heals 45% of her max health and it's very feasible with Kanan and, and perhaps Bastila and some other Jedis, Joe Lee, for instance, for her to have protection up some sort of protection up right so if somebody hits her and reduces her max health is she going to heal based on her max health they fix that as well because if they fix it for nest it's only fair to fix it for all the characters that have any max health like um, oriented 100 percent agree like if they're going to fix nest and and they need to fix it across the board like it it can't just be nest because it then it then it becomes kind of unfair because they fix nest because it counters the meta and everyone that has Revan is crying about it. And they fix just one character when it's, it's really the, the ability and the mechanic itself that needs the, the overhaul. Like, so I just hope it's consistent. I, I obviously haven't used Luminara or any other, haven't seen like doc. I have protection up or anything like that, but yeah, um, that, that's something to consider. So I mean, I, I hope I'm crossing my fingers. It's fair is all I'm, that's only negative. I, I'm wondering, this wouldn't be that difficult to find out given the number of Treyas around, but Treya has protection up, and it's pretty easy to drop her health considerably. Um, uh, I wonder if that works the same way. I might have to test and find out, because now I'm really curious. My understanding was that Treya was working, and Nest was not, but... I was kind of paying attention to that and I couldn't really, I couldn't really figure it out. It was easier to take that last bit of protection, bonus protection off of her, you know, kind of right before she falls when she's got like, you know, six bars of health, but I don't know. Well, that's something, I mean, I don't use Trey anymore, but if if anybody listening uses Treya and and she has protection up, uh, just kind of take note uh, when when like, uh, let's say your scion goes and hits a debuffed enemy, Trey is supposed to get 5% of her max health back, right? And in, in the form of healing for every debuffed enemy you hit. So that, that's something you could kind of maybe put it on one or two speed and see if, if it's if it's working. That That's a great example because she's a meta character. Mm-hmm. Um, unlike Luminara. <laughs> Making a meta right here on the podcast. <laughs> cool. Um so the other thing is again like we discussed earlier December 27th Chewbacca shall make his triumphant return you better get him ready because this might be a last chance till March or April who knows he's good guys like he kind of came in it kind of got overshadowed by Revan but he is a he's amazing phenomenal character yeah he's very very universal yeah (laughs) he's he's amazing 
he <laughs> he put CLS back on the map. CLS on offense with Han and Chewie. And I mean that he makes phase three so much easier. That's something oh, else man. I'm gonna do with this coming up. I'm gonna go ahead and do a phase three video probably not this week, but the following week. So if you guys are wondering about how to use Chewbacca in phase three, I'll have a video on that. But uh he is awesome for that just because of the anti days. He's a he's a life changer. Very very nice. <laughs> All right, uh, you ready for this next thing? I'm ready. Let's do it. All righty. You don't always have to pay for the best. Sometimes the best things in life are free. Oh, yes. Free things. That's what we like doing around here. And uh, we're going to give out some gift cards. Uh, If you don't know, every month we give out a $30 gift card to our Twitch subs, a $30 gift card to uh, our $5 and up patrons, and a $10 gift card across all patrons. Uh, So why don't we just go ahead and dive in with... uh, We'll we'll start with uh, Twitch. How's that sound? Great. I like it. Let's do it. Who wins? All right. Uh, let's see. I am plugging in. I had to download the uh, the new spreadsheet, and the winner is going to be. The winner is Elusive One. Elusive One? Very nice. Elusive One? Thank you for your... Your subscription. <laughs> trying to finish this. We appreciate you. Indeed. Uh, make sure you hit me up, and I will get you your $30 gift card to your platform of choice. And as for the Patreon gift cards, we will... We'll go ahead and give away the big big one. We'll go ahead and give away the thirty-five dollar, uh, thirty sorry, thirty dollar. Did you just add five dollars? No, no. If you keep quit talking, if you keep him talking long enough, it'll be a hundred dollar gift card. N- please, no. <laughs> I don't have that kind of money. Come on. Uh, no, the thirty dollar gift card is going to go to. It looks like in a pawn. In a pawn? Yes. How is that spelled? In a pawn. <laughs> Alright. Well, in a pawn. Congratulations. Indeed. Congratulations. Hit us up and we will get you your gift card. And as One for... One of our newer Patreon. I don't recognize that name. Uh, been around for a while, I do believe. In the Ten dollars. What you got? And the ten dollar gift card is going to go to Z Splash. Hey, I know that guy. You Build do know that guy. Very own future of the order. So, congrats, Z Splash. Congratulations. All right. Well, uh, everybody, thank you for the support. We love you all and greatly appreciate it. And we love giving out free stuff. And 
You may or may not be aware that we have some other free stuff to give away that we haven't given away in a little while. We do still have that stuff. Um, our good friends over at Blue Designs, they, they do let us give away things. And this is going to be a big month. Uh, we have three giveaways that we are going to do this month. So make sure that you stay up to date with us on Twitter and in our Discord. And we're not sure what we're going to do yet. We're going to do something, though. Uh, we will be announcing it It'll probably it on those involve places. more than guessing random numbers in chat. It probably we'll will. That. We're going to try to come <laughs> up with something a little bit sophisticated, maybe some sort of competition or something on some of these. So, uh, yeah, make sure you guys are paying attention and be looking for your way to win you know a free lovely microphone or headphones or whatever else you may need well it's time for everyone's favorite segment of the week since everyone loves a good poll let's dance through the results and see what you thought this week it's Everybody's favorite drop. time. <laughs> All right, so I put out a poll this week, labeled it "Isn't It Grand?" because we are in the foils of the Grand Arena. So all the po- the poll questions are based around Grand Arena. Um, so let's just jump right into it. Uh, question one, kind of a heat index. Let's find out. You know. A lot of people were kind of cold on this when it was announced. Um, they weren't sure they were excited for PV, more PvP content. But it is here. It's in the game. So I kind of wanted to ask, on a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being I'm not excited, 10 being I'm the biggest fanboy ever, where were people at for their excitement for the Grand Arena? So first off, before I read off what the community thought, for this, where are your guys' excitement? Ten. I'm at a ten. Maybe an eleven. <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm really excited about this game mode. Team money. Money's? Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I'm uh, we're a big territory wars guild. We put a lot of time and effort into our defensive and offensive strategies and uh it's really cool to kind of see everybody gonna go off on their own and and create their own little microcosm of territory wars and and i get to do the same and not worry about um you know just worry about my roster and and uh it's a lot of pressure you know (laughs) to to do to do well independently because i don't you don't have anybody to depend on but yourself but uh i'm i'm really excited about it yeah definitely turning the turning the volume to 11 on this one Nine. I put nine. (laughs) (laughs) You never you never want to go like super extreme to either level. I don't know. I, I put nine. I guess I'm a little I'm a little concerned that I'm gonna miss one here and there and it's gonna affect my, you know, if I win two in a row and then, you know, I have to work or something comes up and I have to and I miss it and then I go two and one, I miss out on a good start. Uh that that's but we'll see. It's totally self-paced. You got you got 24 hours to to fight seven battles. It's not like TW. You have to log in to see if so if we you know like you 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 beat your Revan team and then you 
back out. You log in constantly <laughs> for the next, you know, every 20 minutes to see if we've gotten through the Revan zone. And, and, you know, you just so you won't yeah. have to constantly check. You can sit down and actually play it at your own pace. I mean, if you have, a, a you know, an hour or two, just relax. You can play the whole thing all at once. Get it all done. And uh, that that's I'm, – I'm pretty pumped. <laughs> I'm excited. Cool. Good night, Punk. I myself am an eight, probably. I'm not a huge Territory Wars fan just because of my schedule with work and everything else and the amount of time it takes for Territory Wars. But um, I am excited, like like uh, Marie said, because it's more self-paced. And I think I said that when it first came out with being one-on-one is the fact that you can you have 24 hours to attack in your own time frame and you're not waiting for things to open and needing to be around when those things open. I think that's why I might enjoy it a little more. The only, if I'm doing this poll today after seeing how it's kind of set up and everything, I, I my setting six good defense teams and then having good offense teams as well. I'm going to really have to uh, scour my roster to figure Oof. out who I want to gear to make this a, a thing that, Gives me the best on both sides because right now I'm not feeling it for both sides. So that's, that's no an eight. And as far as the whole community goes, 20% of people out of 150 people said an eight with the second highest being a nine. The third highest being a 10. Then it drops down to seven. And the the next after a seven is actually a one. So between five Four, three, and two. One takes the cake there. Um, so you're either really excited about it or really not. But yeah, only 14 votes for the one. Um, there are those people that just don't like PvP in general. So those are probably the people that aren't excited for it, waiting for another raid or something of that sort. But yeah, I think for the most part, those those big bars are up at the top between eight and ten. So general excitement in the community. Uh, the second question. And I will ask you guys again and then read the answers. But looking at your first zero season zero opponent, do you feel like the first taste of matchmaking will be fair to all players? The answers I gave were, yes, me and my opponent are pretty similar in GP and teams available. Maybe me and my opponents are similar in GP, but I or they have a clear advantage. And no, me and my opponent are not similar and shouldn't be match made. So where do you guys fall on that? I think this is really interesting because I my first opponent, so the first one that got canceled out, we all know who our opponent's going to be in the second one, but the initial one, I, I looked at their GP, it's damn near the exact same. I mean, it's so freaking close, but it's interesting how rosters of the same galactic power can look so much different. Um, I actually shot the guy a message and he was kind of like, I guess he's more of a raid player or something like that. Not big on PVP, he said. And I I, I could kind of tell that by looking at the roster. Um, you know, some people kind of farm what they want to farm and that's that. Others, you know... Uh, so you were c- talking trash. You were talking a little trash. I, I, I actually wasn't. I was just... You know, so kind of saying, hey, but 
Um, yeah, you, you, yeah, you were, you were throwing some, some little uh, I, <laughs> undercover I, trash I, talk. I, I was gonna wait until I destroyed him, then I was gonna talk trash. <laughs> Your raid teams look great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, and the other thing that was like this dude had a five star trap, like a six star scion that was like gear seven. And, you know, I have those characters completely maxed. I have Darth Revan. That person did not have Darth Revan. Uh, Roster-wise, as far as for PvP, my roster was significantly better by a pretty wide margin, in my opinion. Uh, I didn't dig through his mods to compare mods at all, but uh, there's a pretty big difference there. And, you know, I think that's one thing that's really going to shape... Drink. Yeah, uh, shape how people do is <laughs> what characters you actually have because you know, uh, you know, three point eight million GP is not the same as three point eight million GP. What about you guys? I, I, I was matched up just like you. Uh, GP was almost identical. Um, you, you can't really expect. The, the the developers to make some super sophisticated algorithm that's going to take it's going to you're not going to get matched up with the same gp the same number of you know 10 plus speed mods the same meta characters you, you can't expect that like if you match up against somebody with the same gp that's really all they can do so i mean like it's really on you um what you focused on and i'm not saying one way is better than the other but in my opinion, mods are going to win Grand Arena, right? So in these mods now, in a past update, it, it might have been the Title 13 update, you know, they gave all the mods, all the different colors, uh, different GPs. And this is a reason why, you know, like if my 4 million GP roster, I have less gear 12 characters perhaps, but I have all gold mods versus your roster of all gear 10 characters, I'm probably going to punish you. You know, like it's just the, the yeah. way it's going to be and just – this is an eye opener, I guess, to some, maybe more of the collector type players. And then again, there's nothing about criticizing anyone. It's just like if you if you you know you just like to collect the characters and you just like to play casually. Uh, if you want to be competitive in this, you need to build your GP through mods, not gear twelving every character. Yeah, because you're not going to use them all. Like I, I have, I had to face seven defense. I had to play seven defenses. That's a lot of defenses. Yes, but by no means am I, do I am I using all of my characters. Like, I'm not using Plo Koon and Mob Enforcer and Ugnot. You know, like, they're just hanging out. So why have them, you know, purple gear at all? Like, just leave them unlocked almost. Like, just you can kind of trim fat, take the mods off your characters not using, um, that type of thing. Like, I've got probably 20 characters I took mod, and I'm a hoarder. It was it was near impossible for me to clear out 100, <laughs> you know, spots in my, my mod inventory do so, but... Mm -hmm. And there's a clear break between uh, like right at 4 million GP where you have to put another squad on. So I will personally be avoiding that for as long as possible, you know, taking mods off and, and selling them and, you know, trying to keep under that radar because when, once That's you jump point. up a little, it's, it's, a, it's a whole different, it's a whole different ball game. I mean, maybe it's, maybe that's silly. I mean, for me, it was the same thing. I was matched up with someone with very similar GP Similar squads, but my mods were just, you know, I think I had, you know, triple, quadruple the number of mods he has. And, yeah, you know, so I'm going to be able to go in and fight his, you know, my Bosque is 268 and his Bosque is, uh, has, you know, 30, 40 speed on it. And it's, you know, it's just, uh, it's, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be challenging. And, and I think there's enough, 
you know, hopefully over time it'll kind of even out for the most part that everybody will get to play someone who has a similar roster as they do because yeah. not everyone's as crazy as we are, right? Farming mods at all hours of the night and that sort of thing. But that's, I agree with good old Maurice. That's going to make all the difference in the world is, is mods. And it's not, you know, I've, I, I realized that I was quite light on mods and went from 135 to almost 200 in the last month and a half. I have invested crystals in that, but, you know, for free to play, maybe it's three months of, you know, quite like focused farming on, on mods that, uh, that can, you know, get you a significant increase. So it's, it's definitely doable between slicing and continuing to farm when you run out of things to slice. So I'm going to read up the answers and then I got something that I want to bring up about what came up from this question that I want people's opinion on. But the 57.7% of people said the maybe for the similar GP, but one of us has the clear advantage. 32% said, yes, we are pretty similar in GP and teams. So only 10% said no. It was a bad matchup. So overall, it's a pretty good matchup as far as the matchmaking by GP goes. But the um, but the question, the thing I had that popped into my mind from what you guys were saying was this GP inflation thing. It they put such things in this game that make one side and another side more favorable, right? So in territory battles, to get the highest out of your guild for stars, you need that GP to get to the highest GP, or the highest um, stars Stars yeah. on those that event. Now, some people don't do that, that like to play PvP or territory wars and try to pull down their GP to get different matchups. Um, so now you got two sides, because you you can either strive for PvE and doing the best you can there, or you can strive to stay competitive in PvE in a way where you want to, right? So if you're a guild, does that mean... What do you guys think? Because you can either have a guild focused on PvE now or a PvP, because it's as a guild leader myself, I want those 45 stars. I want those 48 stars. If I see people that aren't inflating GP to continue to work towards the end game of those things. It's kind of annoying to me, to be honest, because we need, I want to beat those things just like I want to beat the raid, but I still want to be good in territory wars. Right. And I still want to be good in, you know, you can Grand do Arena. both so, though. I mean, it's not exclusive but not the way that, the, that, that, that is talked about here with pulling out the GP. They're you making it, they're making it more it, difficult. They're making it more difficult. Exactly. You but, have to pick or choose one side or the other. Well, and if you're a guild that is doing both, mm. you're going to have to force one person to either not gear up what they want or, you know, gear them up to get in territory battles. There is you're going to have to pick a side eventually. There's a significant amount of GP that does come from mods, and you can gain a lot or remove a lot by taking off mods. And if you really want to min-max as far as removing all mods from characters that you won't use in you know the grand arena then that is a possibility but at the same time you still like you say you want to maximize for territory battles well that kind of caters more towards also focusing on 
gear 12 in characters and not just trying to take everybody to gear 10 or whatever. Because as you, you supposed s- to take everyone to gear seven last week. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure what that matters. I mean, getting, getting characters to gear 12 or gear 11 from lower gear levels makes a significant difference in your galactic power. So if you're focusing on that, that is also giving you more teams that are going to be good for Grand Arena as well as increasing your galactic power. Well, there's there's not a right or wrong way to play, right? I didn't mean to get you all upset. <laughs> like, oh, no, no. Not, I, 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 I get riled up He gets upset easily, yeah. I'm, there's not not a, it's, I'm just saying that it's... I mean, if you prefer PvP or if you prefer PvE, like, there's not a right or wrong way to play. You just have to find the guild that meets, you know, that plays the same way you do, um, I guess. is it, Maybe that's what they're trying to do. And, but but they do kind of you know if you're if you're a PVE oriented guild that means you have good raid teams and if you're good at the raid you're getting gear twelve plus pieces you're getting the more mod salvage you're getting all sorts of goodies more guild store stuff so I mean that that does kind of you put the gear twelve plus care you know gear on your arena characters it does kind of go back and forth um, the the people that really excel at the raids are really going to excel at grand arena and this is something we were concerned with months and months ago when the Sith first came out, how top-heavy it was. I mean, the people that really excel at the raid, at the Sith raid uh, exclusively, I mean, they're they're going to have better better, better characters. I mean, if you have gear 12+, plus, that's 12 extra speed per character. I mean, that can make up for the mods that you might have been neglecting because you don't really care about PvP. Um, it's, it's, I don't know, I feel it's fairly balanced, I guess, in a way. I think my main point is, sorry, you, no, go, this go might ahead. influence yeah. what you say, but mm-hmm. I think my main point is I've my guild's been around since guilds came out, right? And granted, there's been some turnover, but I'd say half, about 50% of people that have been there since the very beginning. I don't want there ever to be a point where people leave just because they are one focused over the other. Like, I think that you should be able as a guild to excel in both without having to sacrifice for one side or the other. You know what I mean? Oh, I'm, I'm in the same guild, like the same type. Like uh, over half of our roster w- was there when we completed the, you know, the heroic tank raid for the first time. And we got people in there we completed the first rancor with <laughs> the first time. You know, yeah. I mean, well, the very, very low turnover guild I'm in as well. It's just, in, I don't know. I'm just trying. I'm trying to like appeal to the wide community here. I guess I, I'm mm-hmm. not sure. And everybody, every I think this is you know your point around maybe that's what they're trying to do. Maybe they're trying to kind of, I don't want to say divide the community in a negative way, but to mm-hmm. kind of like parcel out the community a little bit so that it's not frustrating to people who just really enjoy raids and territory battles because there are lots of people who just super dig PV, PVE game modes, and then also um, territory wars, a galactic arena. And rates because those the overlap there is complete. You know, my very you know the very best uh, players in raids who are at the very top of the that raid um, leaderboard, and we've got some ridiculous scores in our guild. They're also at the top of the territory war scoreboard because they've got beautiful night sisters, beautiful ray teams, beautiful bounty hunters, etc. So you know, for for me as a guild leader, I I made a a very conscious decision to say like we don't care about territory battles <laughs> like if it takes us another month or a month and a half to get those 45 stars that's the way it's going to be i am not going to tell people to farm churret and bays which we kind of asked because 
CLS was such a good defensive team at one point. So that, mm-hmm. that naturally happened, but, uh, there's no, um, like requested encouraged farms or anything, you know, like we're very team oriented yeah. guilds. We love to, you know, like, Oh, look at this great team uh, that we can build with, uh, Vandor, Chewie and L3. And then all of a sudden, you know, a couple of weeks later, we've got like 10 or 15 of them. It just happens, uh, organically, but yeah, I made a conscious decision. Like, no, we're not leveling our tunes. No, we're not, um, uh, gearing them. And there's, uh, and I think people in grand arena are who have done that and who are asked to do that or, um, at a, they're going to have to hustle. <laughs> you know, yeah. I think you can be good at both, both game modes, but you have to, you have to have an extra hustle, uh, with your mods, with your, you know, with your strategic characters, because if you have inflated GP and I'll call it inflated GP, if you have increased your GP to, to conquer the territory battles, uh, you're, you're going to have to, you're going to be matched with people who might have, um, the same usable teams as you do. And, but, uh, you know, you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, sure. That's the only thing that really affect you is, you know, artificially, you know, uh, increasing your galactic power by maybe gearing characters that would really be worthless because I mean, if you're like a raid player, if you're a PVE player in general, and working on these difficult teams that you need for territory battle and the raids and such, those teams are all still going to have so much usability in the grand arena. So it's not like you're going to be at a disadvantage anyway. You know, we sit, we sit and complain, and, and we're not maybe not complain, but we we critique and we, we you know we debate back and forth. But really, at the end of the day, the people that develop this game. And it's, you know, in, in the way money's made and just the whole farming strategy, they're, they're, they're just all smarter than us. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, if you really, they know exactly what they're doing. They're pulling us this way, pulling us that way, pulling us this way. So we all end up in the middle, never know what to do. I mean, I just like this, C, this uh, C3PO event's going to come. Everyone's going to panic and farm it. And then they're going to give us something else. Everyone's going to panic <laughs> and farm it, you know, and then they're going to be like, hey, you need the bounty hunter ships now. Yeah. It's like, ah, <laughs> you know, so. I don't know. We're puppets I on the string. I certainly get led around by my nose. I have no, <laughs> there's no I, I'm not in any sort of uh, fantasy world about that. Yeah. All right. So next question was, how do you feel about Grand Arena being a week-long event? The answers were too long, just right, or not long enough. How about you guys? It's good. I don't. Do you guys know how the schedule is going to work? I actually, I'm sorry, I don't know that how it's going to fit in with TD, TW and TB. That's you- the one thing I'm curious about because they did say due to this, it's going to delay territory war. If this is, you know, something that just only happens when there's not a TB or TW going on, I'm going to be a little bit disappointed. Like, I, I, I would hope that this would be something that could go along with those. Because it is something that isn't guild-related, it's individual, it's, you know, you can participate in it whenever you have time, and, you know, it's not, it doesn't require that much time, really. I would really hope that it, Grand Arena runs the same time as Territory Battles, that would be my hope. Because they're both a week long, run them at the same time. One of them is a is a guild event, and the other is a personal event. 
That's I think that point. would be the best way to do it. You're not pushing back rewards for any of these events. Granted, you're throwing another event in the same time slot, so you're putting more time into the game at that point. But we're getting into a point in this game where anything that gets added, unless they take something away, it's always going to go on top of something. You know what I mean? So I, I don't feel that the for a tournament-type event like this is, where you fight three different people, This the time frame is, is perfect because of just how long that could be. I mean, if it's eight first, it's eight people in a group. You're not playing all eight, so you're only playing four. If you played all eight, it would be two weeks long. You're playing four; it's only a week. That's not so bad. Throw it next to a territory battle. I think that would be fine. Yeah, I totally agree. I agree. And our, my my guild, because we're so focused on territory wars, we start getting into mischief on territory battle week. Like it's like day two, and yeah. you know someone's going off the rails and we've got this like weird plan to do something and like people are fighting and I'm like oh territory battle week you know we're just constantly we need a thing to do because we're yeah we need we need some busy work so this is awesome perfect busy work for, for us and the community seems to be pretty much in step with us 55% said just right there was 43% of people that said it was too long, and then that remaining couple of percent said it was not long enough. So so the next question is, are you excited for the game? Get ready, Maurice. Are you excited for the gimmick versions of the event they alluded to in the update post? Example, three character squads. No. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't understand why you're super fussy about this. Because I've been, I've been spending two and a half years optimizing my team of five that is required in so every other. So nerdy when you say that, though. <laughs> this, this game has ever offered teams of five. I have five First Order developed. I have five. I'll have five Ewoks developed. You know, with the exception of the Scoundrels and the Rebels. All my factions, they're five characters heavy. Like my teams are optimized for TW for the raids. I built them from scratch for the last two years. Ever since mod came down, I'm working on building teams, leaving them as is, and now I have to break them up. And you have to completely remod teams. Like your Imperial Trooper team is the example we used the other night on our show. Your five Imperial Troopers, there is zero chance that team will be as effective with just three characters. But you're fighting you, three characters. But there are so a, it doesn't have to be as effective. There's a ton of teams that could be really useful as three character squads as well. I mean, you have the Triumvirate. Uh, you know, you could have like uh, some sort of resistance squad, like a Finn Poe resistance trooper, maybe Grandmaster. Then that's going to be dynamite. Like, if if you guys have kind of neglected your Poe, you need to flip the script and start making Poe a top priority <laughs> in that's terms fair. of speed. Like yeah. if uh, cause the faster your Poe is, especially in that three verse three scenario, the faster your Poe is, the more teams you can beat with it. You, you know, because it's yeah. you could you could perhaps even beat a triumvirate with your Poe if you're fa if your Poe's faster than the Scion, you got you got a solid chance. That's to a take good out point. the you know arguably on paper the best three verse three team there is in the uh, Sith triumvirate. So that's a really good point. They're bust. Yes. That is correct. <laughs> <Bugs>. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I mean, I think there are definitely going to be options there, but I'm excited to see what that brings because it seems like they kind of have a 
wide open, you know, their mind's kind of open to various ideas. So we'll see. Have you, did you just have like a year anniversary thing happen? Something in chat? Uh, yeah, we've, uh, we've been on, we've been live streaming on Twitch for right at a year now. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Does not seem like it's been that long. Kind of exciting. Well, that also means the one year anniversary of when we got kicked off of YouTube. So. <laughs> no idea what he's talking about. Lies. As far as the community goes for the answers to this question, 60% of people said, yes, they are excited. Uh, 33% said they'll wait to announce whether they are excited or not. And then another uh, 8%, 9%. 9% said that they are not excited for it. So they're 9% are with you there. Uh, those are my, those are my people. Your people, <laughs> those are, my people. <laughs> are there representing in red. So the next question is, I feel I have a strong enough roster to field blank. The answers are both strong and defense, both strong defense and offense, strong defense, only strong offense only, or neither. And, uh, you know, I have a feeling you guys are going to be on the, uh, the both side. Am I wrong? Uh, you're correct. Uh, and that's kind of where the community's at. The community was at 54% on strong defense and offense. A uh, quarter of people were strong defense only, 17% strong offense only, and 4% said neither. Uh, Maurice and <laughs> T-Money, where are y'all at? Well, I answered both, and 54% of the people that took this poll are awfully arrogant for never playing this game mode. <laughs> you know, like, just, <laughs> so I was uh, one of those people. I think I have enough for both, but really we'll see. I didn't get a chance to play and my opponent didn't fight any of my teams either today in that brief seven and a half minutes that the grand arena was up. So I hope, hope both. Yeah, I'm super snoopy. Well, two things. I, I'm super snoopy, so I look at rosters all the time. Uh, I went and looked at, you know, a couple dozen when, uh, you know, in the last couple of days just to see how many mods people have compared to me, how many geared characters they have compared to me. Because I can compare myself to the guild, but I'm in a guild with, I'm at the bottom of my GP roster. I have 3.6 million GP and uh, I'm like third or fourth to the bottom. So kind of going around and seeing how I compare to other people. And I think that I don't, I cannot place six strong defense and and ha still have six very reliable offensive teams to place but i i think that everybody's kind of in the same boat you know we're all worried like oh no i'm gonna have to place you know like a yeah. an admiral akbar lead or a rex or something <laughs> you know on defense it's, everybody's gonna have to do that you know no one's gonna have like a magical extra cls squad to put down when they're at <laughs> 3.6 million gp we're, we're all in the same boat and that's kind of the message that i've had with this game mode when people are kind of freaking out it's like we're all in the same boat just farm mods <laughs> and, and and get your characters you know working and well modded and 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 geared so. I dare somebody use Admiral Akbar against me. I dare him. <laughs> I <laughs> bring on the Akbar. Uh, I, I hope such a fun I hope lane. Somebody gets a hold. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. Well, it's, it's one of those especially with Vistan. Oh man. Oh yeah. Oh, so I don't know whether to be offended or feel loved on the next question. So. <laughs> 
<laughs> Next question I ask, who would you most like to be matched up against in the show tonight in Grand Arena? Obviously, the answers were Team Money, Good Old Maurice, Wind Killer Inc., and Goodnight Punk. And the overwhelming majority <laughs> chose me at 50.3%. So I don't know if that's because, hey, that would, me and Punk, we're on the same level. We could do this. That would be fun. Or, hey, I could squash Punk. That's why I choose him. I don't know. But 50%. I would love that. to know the reasons. I, I have a, I have a feeling in my head, and people will tell me all week <laughs> that I really want to squash you. So that's that's coming this week. But they, they must forget that you have Ewoks. <laughs> Duh! And come on, well, try to try to squash these Ewoks. You don't uh, even know. But as far as the other ones go, the next person that people will want to fight is T Money, twenty three percent. Uh, then you got Wink at 16%, and then good old Maurice at the 10%. So they're afraid of you, Maurice. You no, go. no. They just don't know who the hell good old Maurice is. <laughs> I say good old Maurice. <laughs> uh, pretty funny. I would love to face good old Maurice just to kind of let him check that off his bucket list and give him something to talk about for the oh, next that would few be years, awesome. you know? <laughs> We don't if, have sandbox. I mean, he would kick my butt. There's no it. question he would kick my butt. But if I mean, you've been, you've been uh, talking trash about that trivia from the last time we were on this show <laughs> for three months now, you're like, hey, remember that night in trivia? That's not that's true, tr- though, because I forget I know, I stuff. And up. then you keep, remind, <laughs> you keep reminding me that I just, like, demolished you and Wink. Oh, well, I never said and that's wished. true. It was no, not it good. Was. Yeah. It was. I just Bad. put you both over my knee. You did. That's, it was painful. Uh, That's the only reason I'm here. So if any of us four face each other in one of these Grand Arena battles, we have to do a live stream, right? Absolutely. Just cut your GP down to 3.4 and me and you are down to go. Yeah. I'll see what I, I can do. <laughs> I don't know if I can do that. <laughs> Oh, that'd be tough. I'd, I'd have a like an inventory of about ten characters with mods. You'd you'd be fighting me with no mods, and then like it would be a distorted <laughs> fight. I would brag about it forever. Uh, I didn't have mods on. Oh, excuses, excuses. <laughs> <laughs> Who needs those? Those mod okay. things. <laughs> All right, Wink. Why don't you take us uh take us home with this last segment there? Uh, which last? Because we've managed to talk for two hours. About random things and not the main thing that we wanted to so talk about. So are we going to skip the main thing we wanted to talk about? Well, well, then we should probably ask our guests because we're two hours and 15 minutes in. And uh, I don't know if they want to spend another 30 minutes talking about this. That's a good question. I, I'm good. I just feel like we're kind of responsible for it going on this long. Both <laughs> of us are long. You, you have two sets of co-hosts here on one show. So it, it's always this way. It's good. Yeah, everyone's got a lot to say. I think I think we just both maybe have crushes on you guys, so it's just we'll we'll go that, for another. Well, we're fine. We're good. That, that's I'm definitely what the answer is. Not because of the heat in this room, but because of that. Um, I'm good to go, man. Carry on, carry on. All right, let's do it then. All right, we're going to go ahead and talk about some Grand Arena, and that will be our... I apparently didn't set this one up, did I? 
So we will be skipping this segment. You want to do it? <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> that did not play, did it? That's disappointing. How are you going to be a big boy in Grand Arena? Ooh, hey, that's <laughs> that's pretty good. Beat me. <laughs> whoa, whoa, there we wow. go. Wow. <laughs> well, all right, I, man. I think that was the intro we needed. We'll just leave that in. All right, let's let's get into it. That was pretty good, by the way. I'm gonna have to cut that and save that. I'm blushing. This is the second time I've blushed in the show. The first one was that like ridiculous rant I went on a little while ago. But, all right. Yeah, it happens. Uh, yes, sultry tea money drop. That's that's gonna be a thing. Um, all right, so the Grand Arena unlocks at level 85, if you were unaware. As far as matchmaking, it is designed to put you up, as we were just discussing, against similar galactic power. Uh, it's, you know, like I said, mine was damn near the same galactic power. I mean, it is. it does seem to be really impressive at how well it syncs people up that are some similar galactic power. Uh, it's designed so that you won't replay the same player twice. At some point, there will probably be overlap, but for the most part, you should never replay the same eight people. And whenever I say eight people, that is because you are in groups of eight, and it is essentially a tournament, uh, from my understanding. So, you will basically have three battles, you will have a join phase, you will have a set defense, and then an attack phase. And that is against one opponent. Then your second opponent, you will set a defense attack. Third opponent, set a defense and attack. It is very territory war-like in that there is the little snapshot taken of everyone's rosters before. So any over those seven days, any changes to your roster that you make will not impact the specific uh, Grand Arena battle event that you have going on at that time. But... uh, Sounds pretty exciting. What do you guys think about the layout of the thing? I like it. This is this is the only mode in the entire game that allows you to test things. You know, like if you test out teams and territory wars, you're doing so. And if you fail, you could really hurt the chances of winning for 49 other people in your guild. Like this is the ultimate. This is what this is what Galactic War used to be for the newer players. Like Galactic War used to be hard. Yeah. Like if you had a, if you built a new team, you would just go up to Node Nine or whatever whatever your GP was. It was it was weird how it did it, but mine was Node Nine. I'd save my new team for Node Nine just to test it out because that was the hardest opponent I'd face in Galactic War. So this is like if you're building a team, we do all these theory craftings on all of our various shows. All all anybody that does YouTube or Twitch spends a significant time theory crafting, and it, it's nice to have a mode where you can put this theory crafting to test, you know, and we haven't had an opportunity to do that in a long, long time. So I, I think it's going to be great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. I love territory three, three wars. Times a week. Yeah, yeah. Three times a week. Yeah. I love territory wars. I love, you know, I, it, sometimes I'll fall in arena just to be able to fight a diversity of teams because it's so difficult to, to, um, you know, like you're fight Reventrea, 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 if you're at the top of arena and that doesn't do your guild a heck of a lot of good when you're facing, you know, first order bounty hunters, night sisters, etc. Um, and territory wars. So I'll fall to be able to practice against them. And now this is just like a little, it's 
like a week long of practice before we actually get into uh, our territory war proper with the guild. So that's, you know, I look at it like that. I also, you know, I'm feeling pressure because I'm very competitive, <laughs> you know, and sometimes trash talk. And now I don't have <laughs> my guild to, you know, hide behind. It's, you know, it is a very individual kind of moment in the game. And I do like how they've just said, you know, we're going to find out who the best player is in in the galaxy period. And it's, it's kind of cool. Like who is that, you know, are they in one of these big guilds? Is it someone hiding in, you know, a smaller guild somewhere? Did, you know, it's, uh, I find it very interesting. So uh, yeah. I'm with you. It's about to be poaching season, boy. It's, it's about to get poached time. <laughs> that's, what what season. that's what he was saying. He's like, he's like, Ooh, this is like awesome recruiting. <laughs> like, no, <laughs> naughty, naughty. That's a good point. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's going to take an entirely different roster management than we have ever seen in the game. I mean, Territory War is fairly involved, but due to the number of people, it's pretty easy to, you know, just kind of just not really care too much or just, you know, go all out on offense or all out on defense, you know, or one or the other. Like, you kind of have a lot of options, but you really have to be balanced in this thing if you're intending to win and not just sandbag it. You need to be balanced. You need to know your teams. You need to have synergy teams that work well together, especially on defense, because synergy does well on defense. Offense, you can make unsynergetic stuff work really well together much better. Um so more of your kind of slapped together teams are probably going to be your better offense teams, just you know, in general. Um, I had something I thought of while I was uh, away from the computer and couldn't interrupt you like I always do. But this <laughs> section, Grand Arena, was um, marketed as who's the best player in the game, and I feel as though it has left itself open to people um, claiming that it's not a true test. And the only reason I say that is because you have an eight-person group, eight person group. You only fight four people from that group. So if you win it and you will go on later and there's a leaderboard and you're at the top of it, if you win that and that person right below you was in your group but did not fight you, you didn't beat them, they didn't beat you, they will claim that they only won because they didn't fight you. So I thought that was kind of weird how they left a little bit of uh, wiggle room for people to wiggle themselves into saying, I should be the national. It's kind of like the national championship in football. You didn't let me in the uh, playoffs, so I'm claiming the national championship. Damn it, we won our way into the playoffs. Boomer sooner. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> I wonder if they'll do like a finals, you know, because it's like season zero right now and then season one, two, et cetera. I wonder if at yeah. some point they will like, because how else will they, you know, assess who the, like, because they've kind of pitched this a bunch of times. Like we will know who the, well, how are you well, going to know that if you're not going to do like a finals? That that was mm-hmm. what they said in the road ahead post was that this would be a step towards figuring that out. So, I mean, I think at some point 
we will maybe see like a grand arena leaderboard similar to the way that we have for guilds and raids and such there will be maybe a leaderboard for grand arena as far as based on how well you do and because we're about to go over the point breakdowns and it is ridiculous um and then you know we'll have that there may be some other type of tournaments maybe if you win x number of grand arenas you know you will get put into a you know a specific tier that has better rewards than if you had lost all of your grand arena events or something like that i mean there's a lot of different ways they could go and take this and implement it into a wider variety of uh you know, just a, di- a different type of game mode, I guess. In a way, uh, I think it's I think it's a stepping stone towards something bigger in the future, which I think is pretty exciting. Yeah, yeah. Just that's the first time it's occurred to me because you can't like PvP is only one aspect of this game. Like I have players who are throwing up over forty million in the Sith raid right now. Like that's got to count. <laughs> to like (laughs) quote unquote best player in the game, you know? So uh, there's like, yeah, it's multifaceted. Like we've been talking about there's raids, there's TV, there's TW, blah, blah, blah. So um, yeah, that's neat. It's a neat idea. Cool. Um, All right. So as we get into the points of these things, we kind of know how points work on Territory War, but this is completely different. <laughs> this is this is pretty extreme. Like, there's a lot to think about here, especially if you're tr- really trying to min-max. And if they ever start using points as a ranking system, it's going to be really interesting. But I'm just going to read off the... Uh, in the show notes, you'll be able to find the link to this forum post. But there's the post that has a breakdown of... All of the points that you can acquire. Win a battle on first attempt, 45. Win a battle on second attempt, 25. Win a battle after two attempts, 15. Finish with a character with full health, you get a point. That's each character with full health. Each character with full protection is one point. Each character survived the match, one point. An empty slot is worth four points. Setting a defense is 90. Conquering a territory is 120. And a conquer per slot is 30. But the conquer per slot only counts if you conquer the territory. So once you conquer a territory, you get bonuses for that as well. Uh, The thing that I thought was really interesting is the empty slot. So basically, if you have an empty slot, you get the points for full health, full protection, survive the match, plus they throw you a bonus point for leaving a spot empty. So, I mean, there is there's a huge range of point outcomes that you can have with this that should do a pretty good job at not having ties. What do you guys think about this, you know, this uh, point breakdown? It's crazy. <laughs> For one, it's completely 
impossible to find in the game mode. <laughs> so you have to like go all the way into the territory and you click on the territory and there's an eye and there's so, and that's where they all are. And then you bring them up and, you know, I just sat and stared at them forever. So you're looking at, um, you know, it's so many protection regeneration squads are fantastic on defense and there's some that are great on offense. You know, Imperial Troopers are is an are on offensive team. Yep. But you know, we're gonna have to think about like, are we gonna pull some of these protection regain teams onto offense, like Kira, and like learn how to use them on offense, or the bounty hunters, um, crew. You know, like these health and protection regeneration to to take advantage of those. You know, the extra two three, five points that you're going to get if you finish with full protection on a team. So there's a whole mess of strategy involved. So they they haven't, they haven't, they've said, we're not giving bonuses in this game mode because we really want to know who the best players are, but that's essentially bonuses, right? Like I, yeah. I think they're probably that word is in there like bonus for, you know, having a team with protection regeneration. So yeah, uh, that's yeah. a good point. So so that's that's kind of where I'm at. We, good old Reese and I were chatting last night or the night before, and just wrote down, you know, like Zeta Jin, Zeta Krennic, Kira, uh, Zeta Thrawn, Veers, Cody. Yep. You know, like there's all these leaderships with uh, protection recovery, and those are going to be, uh, you know, we're gonna have to think about those a lot and tunes that can support uh, the whole cast to get protection recovery. Hundred um, percent. Those that paid $850 for Director Critic, they've been waiting for this day. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good point. Uh, I mean, this has made me rethink completely about the way I even look at my roster because I got all these characters and, like, I have good characters that I just don't have a ton of use for. And like you were talking about, Jen. I've been considering zading her leader ability just for the light side territory battle phase six. I've never beat all of the waves in that thing. So I'm like, that would be useful there. But now we get to this grand arena and I'm kind of like, you know, that would be unbelievably useful for one. She's good on offense. She's not a character that you want to use on defense anyway. It's, it's just the, drastic amount of turn meter swapping that she has you know the variability on defense you just you're better off on offense that way you can maximize what she does well and that zeta ability you know gives you a decent chance at getting those bonus points especially paired with some of the characters that she has you know i think cassian has zeta ability also that restores protection or something so there's a lot of potential with some of these more unused teams and it's like i have almost six zeta saved up and i'm trying to figure out where to spend them because it's like i want to do mother Towson lead because that's better for arena i've already had a Saj lead but mother Towson's better and i'm looking at all these other characters that i'm like you know that that would be a great zeta for arena and god it really has me want to start spending stuff like crazy Jin is pretty good. C3PO. C3PO. Yeah. Wait for him. And once we see his kit, then you can go nuts. But I'm with you, man. Like, I I, I spin random Zetas like crazy for teams that I probably shouldn't. Um, 
Hera is not one of them. So all of you out there making that joke, <laughs> stop it. But like, uh, if if it, I love leadership Zetas, if it can bring a team together, uh, I am going to do it most likely. And whether that's, that's for low level things like, well, I can't think of any low level things. Uh, events. There's certain events where you need low level, or if you have lower levels and haven't laid uh, geared those guys up yet, those can help there. But there's if I can make, like I've said earlier in the show and on this podcast all the time, if I can make a synergy come together by adding a Zeta to a leadership, I am totally okay with that. Especially if that's if if those guys get enough gear, like a gear ten or even gear eleven, where they are serviceable for certain things like territory wars or territory ba- or grand arena. I got to used to saying that, but if I can do that, I will definitely do it. And Jen is one that I actually did on my alt account, uh, last territory battle. And, uh, I did not quite get to six out of six, but I did get five out of six on a, on a battle that was usually three out of six or four out of six. So it can help. Once I get more gear on those guys, it'll definitely be, the end of that because I think I died. I died from the dude that heals himself all the time and the dude that just annihilates. He calls in the assists all the time. That end up healing people. It, it just was bad. So, yeah. Jin is definitely a good one to think about for sure. As far as I'm concerned. Yeah, Maurice, you have any that you're kind of thinking about doing? Uh, potentially we'll see about this Ewok a bit, how tough it is. So, I mean, if I have <laughs> a good point. Chirpa, I'm all in on the Ewoks, <laughs> you know, I'm in, I'm in there. So that's a good point. <sighs> and you know, I just, you yeah. know, Ewoks, they have a lot of health gain. So, I mean, they could be another really good team on offense just because, I mean, it should be pretty easy, at least make them finish at full health, which would. You know, obviously, get you the bonus, you know, five points if everyone survives. Plus, you know, he, uh, revivers, visas, Ewok Elder, and Daka, I think, are going to become really valuable because if you lose someone, they can bring them back and get you those additional points. Well, well Kira is going to be dynamite. Oh, on God, yes. That's that protection. Point. I mean, we, we have these characters that maybe everyone doesn't quite have developed, but you, you put a Zeta on Zalbar. I mean that's if you have a lot of dots. I mean you're talking 100% protection regen when they start when her when him and mission start their turn. You've got this new uh, Ordo character. He triple taps on his basic. If he triple taps three times under Cure Lead. He's gonna get 30% protection back. But there's just I mean the scoundrels are gonna be very very good for Grand Arena. You see a lot at the higher levels. You see a lot of people putting them on defense. But this point system Cura is gonna be automatic on uh, on offense. So potentially you know big big. You know, every every you could win with full health and full protection on most of your characters. Um, it, it, so that's something. If you guys haven't started farming Kira, uh, you don't need a Zeta. You don't even need a Zeta. That that is somebody you should really at least get to gear eleven. That gear eleven to gear twelve crunch is ridiculous. She takes all of your stun guns, but gear gear eleven, throw any scoundrels behind her, and, and you can you can have a team that could potentially get the maximum amount of banners uh, in the right situation. That's a good point. I like the thought there. Um, all right, so the the next thing is the number of defensive squads. Uh, I, this was one thing I was really curious about, you know, as far as how many we would have, and they kind of broke it down by GP. And so 
there are basically five different galactic power brackets. If you are below 1.25 million galactic power, you'll set three. If you're between 1.25 and uh, just under 1.75, you'll set four. If you're at 1.75 to just under 2.75, you're at five. And then if you're from 2.75 up to just under four, six defensive squads, and then four million and over, there will be seven defensive squads. So it kind of scales a little bit. Uh, you know, there's a f- uh, 500,000 galactic power gap in the, you know, that kind of second bracket. And then it jumps up to, let's see, uh, a million and then 1.25. So, you know, there's pretty significant differences between the galactic powers, it seems, as far as how they rank them. Uh, what do you guys think about the way they did this? I've got seven. That's a lot. <laughs> that's a, that's a lot of teams. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. Like I, like I, that's why I put that question there for the podcast polls. Uh, can you field a full offense and defense that you're, you're happy with? You feel like you can beat anyone with. And for me, I only put the defense because I feel like I could set a defense. That's awesome. But after that, like I, I did that this time around. Obviously, we didn't get the the battle phase. I didn't get to battle at all. But the only things I really had left for offense was a, a wedge lead, uh, Night Sisters, um, my clones. Not a whole lot left on offense for me after I set defense. And if I set my defense, I set Revan. I set a Thrawn Imperial Trooper team, um, the Sith. Ewoks, and then there was one other one. I can't remember who the other one was. But other than that, it was it was hard for me to look for offense teams after that. So it's an interesting number, but I mean, if, if it was less, it would be kind of underwhelming as far as what you had to fight in Grand Arena, right? Yeah, well, you you almost have to go goofy, right? You have to set three or four mm-hmm. really solid teams. And then just set goofy stuff. You hope to confuse them and just hope that they lose a character or two <laughs> when they're fighting you. Okay? I, mean, I think at the end of the day, that's going to like, if you see, you know, I place like a Boba Fett lead with <laughs> Sunfac, <laughs> you know, like, you know, maybe they, they underestimate it and potentially go in there and lose, or maybe they go in there and lose a character or two. Yeah. Uh, that's much better than face, even placing traditional TW teams. That everyone has a, you know, automatic counter for like first order bounty hunter, Kira, Revan, Trey, whatever the case is, like you, you have a you have a counter for that team. If you switch it up a little bit, that counter team might not work. And then you're scrambling and throwing together five random characters that aren't modded to work together. And you know you might lose. You might get a hold just being silly. <laughs> you know, so yeah, no, that is true. Um, It'll be interesting. Does seem to be a popular one. I saw a lot of guys in the guild, a lot of guys on the uh, just people in Discord just posting pictures of their defensive teams. A lot of those teams included undergeared Phoenix just for fluff. I mean, you do need a, a decent team to go in there and beat them because there's so much protection. That's in, very uh, true. Health regeneration. Wombo's That's a good team for offense, them. potentially. You know, people that invest in the Phoenix could have a nice offensive team now again for the 
maximum banners, um, you know, lots of offense or lots of protection and health generation. You just have to kill somebody, and then you neglect your Jedi team because you pretty much have to use Ezra. <laughs> so, yep, that's a <laughs> yeah. good point. Um, you and that becomes really important too. You know, if you're using Jedi and like Ezra, for example, and moving him to a Jedi team, you need to make sure the rest of your Phoenix are good to go. Uh, you know, there's it's definitely going to cause you to uh, really worry about a wide variety of mods and setting up a wide variety of teams, which is going to be interesting. Uh, let's see, the next thing is if you go and hit the event rewards tab inside the grand arena you'll be able to go and look at the inventory of your opponent Uh, i think you guys actually released a pretty cool graphic on the steps you have to go through to do this right (laughs) i don't know (laughs) if i would say it's cool but i was such a dummy we we, uh, i participated in the beta and it took me like like 30 minutes to find out, like, how do I find out where my person's profile is? I'm like, they must have, you know, made a way to do that. Anyway, yes, it's a little little graphic. I might I might do it up a little better. I just wanted to make sure that the exhibition is the same as when the actual proper territory wars happens, because I don't think it's going to be two zones. I think we're going to add in ships. So there's some graphics I want to make for it, but I'm going to wait until it settles into something that we, you know, can depend on. There's what a lot of people look like. Pardon me. What did it look like? Was it four squares? Yes. It's five, five squares, maybe like a big one. And then four yep. beside it with red arrows and like, like my finger, like star Wars, yellow circle and arrows everywhere. <laughs> Was there a big smiley face on it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I seen one that was like someone <laughs> took screenshots it. of the game and then like added in the markup with like big smiley faces and arrows. I couldn't figure out if that one was yours or not. It sounds like me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm just going to assume the one I saw was yours and it was awesome. It's funny. Everyone was talking about deleting their SWGOH.GG profiles. If you did this, your guildmates thank you for nothing. <laughs> so like, it just, yeah. you know, like you went in there and deleted your pro. I don't even know if you could do it anymore. You should delete your profile to kind of, you know, <laughs> make it to where your opponent can't see you. And then your guild can't properly use those bots anymore. <laughs> you know, you can't. It's hard for your to organize. And unnecessary. Uh, the other, I guess, final thing is the rewards. One thing I do like about this is you get 100,000 credits for each battle you win on offense. So basically over a week, you know, you should be able to get 1.8 million credits if you're, you know, in my galactic power. If you're in, you know, like Maurice's uh, tier, you know, you'll get a little bit more than that. You'll get, what, 2.1. So... This is going to be a nice little addition as far as credits goes. And we are going to have these prizes. It looks like there are two different prizes as well. That that was uh, something that I found kind of interesting. And Well, you got three rounds, right? You fight three people. At the end of every round, you get rewards for that round. That is correct. And then correct. at the end, your placement, you get the rewards for that. So one round... Yep. We got our round score and the whole Grand Arena score in one go. I think one important thing to mention with 
season zero of this grand arena is these aren't the final rewards for what the actual week long event is. So we don't actually know what the, the actual rewards are, but for one, for one, uh, round, I'd say they're pretty good as far as what we've seen so far. I, I, here's a question and this is random, but do you think it'll only be like it is now? Do you think that we could see a, Grand Arena character introduced, maybe not now when it comes out, or but later on. I mean, like it's interesting the way these rewards are, right? Do like, you think that that would be something that they would think about? I could I definitely think, see it. I think there's going to be something. There's going to be something to talk about, and you know, mod salvage and an MK5 droid color is something to talk about in a different way than than that is you know it's a it's uh i think that crumb has said in the forums that this is the first these are the rewards for the first round so -hmm. we're seeing the rewards for the first round and then we haven't the rewards for this for the subsequent rounds have not been revealed yet but i would i I think it would be really neat to have something where there was some motivation to get it where it was exclusive um you know i really i really do I trust them to to kind of shepherd the game along and uh, whether putting something that's exclusive to Territory Wars is going to exclude a bunch of people. Uh, you know, we don't want to do that, right? Because there are a lot of people who just don't want to don't want to participate in Grand Arena. So I, I don't I don't. No. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious what, what it'll be like, what what the I know they have a plan. I trust their plan. <laughs> but who knows what that's going to who, who I'm curious to see what that's going to be. Well, don't you think that's the most interesting part, too, is that, well, Territory Wars and Grand Arena, as far as we know, don't have a, a character attached to them, but every other game mode does. Um, I think it would, I think my biggest detriment with character shards in Territory Wars and maybe Grand Arena, I don't know what the, the, the timeline for those are, but the biggest thing was always been, they don't come around that often, so putting a character in there means seven-starring it in six or seven months, which we know already from the community outrage or community feedback, I should say, is that if it's going to take you six months to a year to seven-star a character, people don't like that, like Mother Talzin and Wicket in those events, right? So that's the only reason I can think that there wouldn't isn't something in there. But i got to think that if they added, bumped up the amount of shards you got from those events to not be on par with more frequent events like territory battles and other things, then I would hope it would come someday, you know, and I do believe you. I'm a, I, they've have a plan. We don't know it. I, I kind of like with, uh, putting the, uh, Django on the houndstooth shard, they have plans in place for the future that we don't know about, but It'd be interesting. I, I really want to know what, what's coming. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I will say this. I think it would be more likely that they would add in a Grand Arena store than just character shards to the winner. Because with the Grand Arena store, they could do currency based on how you finish each round, how you finish each event. And then you would be able to buy the character shards. And they could throw in multiple characters to where you have to decide. That's what they've done just about every time they release some significant game mode. Whether it be, you know, raids. Or, I should say, raid. Or 
uh, fleet or something like that. So I think that would be more likely. I think a lot hinges on the uh, participation. If everyone's gung ho and really participating in Grand Arena with, you know, marginal rewards, they don't really need to put a a, a character in there to get the participation up. Uh, yeah. But if you know if people aren't really interested, you know, if we if we're basing our our guesses off, I guess the exhibition rewards, the daily rewards for the individual matches are fan. I think they're fantastic. Those of you guys that answered the poll. And, and just can't stand Grand Arena and hate it. All you have to do is place any junk defense. It will take you 15 seconds and lose all four matches, and you get enough purple salvage to craft a 6E mod. You know you have to do mm-hmm. absolutely nothing for yeah. all the purple salvage you need. So I think the daily, I think that mod salvage reward is, is great, but that that's just that caters to what I enjoy about the game, perhaps. But the the tier reward, those twelve gold components, if that's the season reward, that's a little underwhelming, right? Like if you get first place and you get twelve, like you know, well the power tw- modulators, the twelve, uh, you know, the twelve things for mods that was for that round. So yeah, well, yes, yes, yeah. So you would essentially get uh, what? So that's not the season reward, even though Correct. it's an exhibition. Like I do hope there's a season reward. Uh, we talked about this on the stream the other night. Like if like all these guilds that really, really try hard every month to get in the top of the raid leaderboards, all they have are bragging rights. They get no reward whatsoever. It'd be nice to see some sort of end reward for the very best players that they're, you know, advertising this for. So that would be nice to see. Perhaps those character shards, that would be super unfair, huh? <laughs> like yeah. twenty people in the game have a certain character and nobody else. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's the thing is like they don't want to the territory wars and grand arena are going to, you know, fuel people engaging in the game and building squads that they have no reason to have other than these game modes. I mean, we've all talked about like, oh, you know, we've we have these two defense teams that we're a little bit embarrassed to put on. Well, everybody's in the same boat right now. So if we just kind of sucked it up and said, okay, chill, everyone, let's just play as we are. But we're not going to do that. We're going to be like, I'm going to gear 12 Akbar, (laughs) (laughs) you know, and and ships, right? If we if they uh, if they place uh, two ships down instead of one, well, goodness gracious, all of a sudden you're going to need to have uh, four decent ship squads or yep. you know, be placing cheese on defense. So it's it's going to it, – this this game mode is going to pull us along. And so I don't think that they're going to want to make it too frustrating for people uh, to have the consequence of losing – be so great that they're 100%. just like, Ugh, I, you know, I can't even play this game anymore because it, it is very polarizing. That's Territory what, Wars is very, very polarizing. That's why I don't think we'll ever see two ship fleets required on defense because then you would only have one attempt on each enemy, you know, because there's only four capital ships at the moment. So yep. there's only so much you'd be able to do there. Um, I think that's one fortunate thing is they would probably only give us one and, you know, you got three chances at beating it. Good luck. I think if we had to field two ships, a new fleet commander is coming almost immediately. <laughs> you know, like I 100% agree. <laughs> that's yes. true. Warning sign, shoot the flare. <laughs> Time to yeah. panic for a fleet commander. Yep. Imagine a world where there were no fleet commanders and all you could do was call in reinforcements. 
Where's that new Gunray Fleet Commander ship that was in Data Mine <laughs> two and a half years ago? Where's that at? Um, <laughs> still there. It's <laughs> still hanging out. Still chilling with that weird <laughs> C-shaped ship. Yep, probably so. So, T-Money, do you want to defend your trivia prowess? Yes, let's do it. <laughs> All let's right, it let's so. do it. It's time for the sexy bearded duo to battle in their swoga knowledge in the most exciting trivia event in the Outer Rim. It's time for the Shattered Order Trivia. May the Force be with you. Question, I don't have a beer do either? Do yeah, <laughs> that's what I was just about to ask you. Uh-huh. Say. So to our two guests, do either of you have beards? I have no alcohol other than Sambuca in my house anymore, or it is gone. Interesting <laughs> response. <laughs> yes, no, interesting. No, no. I ask about beards, and you talk oh, about beards. Beer. Oh, sorry. I have, a, I have a beard that I'm going to admit to, no? All right, well, I guess we'll find out soon. Anyways, um, who <laughs> trivia? Let's do this. All right, so let me bring up this other screen here. All right, so, oh wow, I did not set this up. Hold on, we're gonna do this. We're doing it. No, that's a no. Okay. You can't see it through the beard. All right, so. (laughs) I'm sorry, T. I didn't mean it. All right, (laughs) chatter order trivia. This week is a mishmash. Tess just threw together some awesome trivia kind of mentioned goes through mods and bugs and all kinds of crazy stuff so it's a mishmash what it's about it's kind of a mystery um what i'm gonna do so you guys know uh, wink kind of knows how i do this i will i run on two phones here so i can ask the question and then i'll say go and then we'll answer the question together and then uh let everyone know how we did so for those that are at home, the Kahoot pin is, and for those here on the show, 095 Can you mean to repeat it? I will again. I don't know. Did you, did Wink have this music playing last time you did trivia? Yes. You know where it's from, right? Yes. <laughs> Tina music. <laughs> Super stoked when uh, when we got that uh, MP3. It's good stuff. All right. So, first question: Who are you guys ready? Let's do this. Let's do it. Yes. <laughs> Are you ready? T, are you ready? Yes. All right. First question is. All right, there it is. In Grand Arena, rear squads are blocked like in Territory Wars. True or false? Go. Answers are true or false. 
Is Sambuca an option? It's going to be out my mind the rest of the night. I don't have any of that. <laughs> All right. I assume I'm willing to guess that everyone put true. Did everyone put true? Of course not. Are you joking? Wink, I need a real answer here. Did you put true or did you put false? I put false. Okay. <laughs> you scared me for a moment. The other two are very quiet, so maybe one of them put true. No, no. I got I got this one oh, right. Oh, sorry. No, I got it's false. Yeah. Okay, okay. All right. Just making sure. Next question. I think I've already here. beaten my high score from the last time I was on the show, so <laughs> already doing better than I did before. I ain't saying a lot. Bonuses are given in Grand Arena like they are in this game mode, and it lists a bunch of game modes. All right, go. Options are Territory War, Nope, Not a Thing, Sith Triumphant Raid, or Galactic War. I don't know which one to pick. I will say, Tesh was not clear about what bonuses he's referring to. Yeah. Which I is understood why I, it. Yeah, I got which it. Which is why I picked the answer I did. What did you guys select? Not a thing. Not a thing. I also picked not a thing. Yeah, I didn't. I picked Territory War because I was thinking, like, the bonuses for, you know, finishing it in one one battle or two battles, stuff like that. I just thought that the bonuses, I, if they meant, like, for completing this and that, were not the same, so it was not a thing. And also there weren't any, like, team bonuses, so I just went with yeah. that, though I was fighting with Territory Wars as well. Yeah. Uh, Actually, right. I picked Galactic War, so I was very wrong. <laughs> Just kidding. All right, next question. Question a three. Two million GP has to place this many defensive squads in Grand Arena. Four, six, five, or seven, and go. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I was spaced out when you guys went over this on the show. <laughs> and, uh, the options, yeah, five, seven, six, or four. What did you guys select? Four. It's five. I picked five. I picked five as well. I had to <laughs> I had to think about the tiers and like start counting backwards to get to the answer. It's tricky because it's a, it's a big jump from two to three. It's a big jump. Yeah. Yes. Well, I, kind of, I was thinking that two million probably wasn't in the first. Isn't the first zone only three, and then the next one's four, and then the next one after that's five? I was thinking it starts at four. It's uh, up to one and a quarter, then one and a quarter to two, two and a quarter, and then two and a quarter to three, and then no, maybe that's wrong. I, who the hell knows? Never who mind. Knows? I just... Alright, never mind. Round two, question three, or four. It is, is it, it is possible to change your time zone payout by half hour increments. Go. 
And this is a true-false question. I... I am offended. What did you guys select? T or F? T, baby. What? You can change your time zone by a half hour? I don't know where you would have got that. Yeah, it's tricky, but you can do it. There's like a post floating yeah, around about it. Fancy. Well, I know that there are time zones that are on 30 minutes. I didn't ever see that in the drop down, but apparently I was wrong. I selected I got true as well. I did see something about that earlier, so I did get it right. Yeah, I got it wrong too. This 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 trivia is making it glaringly obvious that I don't read the forums. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Next question. Which of these game modes was least bugged when released? Ooh. And go. Oh. Done. The answers are Grand Arena. Territory Battles, Territory Wars, and Heroic AAT. What? I mm. don't know. Nope. <clears throat> Tancred. She's noping. Oops, sorry. I still the answer. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. Does misleading us to gear Jawas count as bug in Ugnot? <laughs> oh, God, I was thinking Sith Raid. Uh, yes, anybody funny. out there with a gear 11 Ugnaught, shame on you. <laughs> you fell for that Sosar. one. Sosar. Sosar. I got it's, it wrong. <laughs> I picked the Rogue AT only because when it came out, it wasn't bugged so much as everyone hated it because it had so much health. That wasn't heroic. That was just the regular AAT. The heroic AAT, I don't think, has ever been changed. Has it? Mm, probably not. Xylo was changed? Silo's uh, cooldown mechanic. Yeah, they changed. Yeah, they changed some mechanics as far as that goes. But like, there really hasn't been any significant changes to it, uh, other than to the I actual rate. To the actual rate itself, I think it's mm -hmm. been to characters. Uh, I, no, they did change it. They changed it uh, to where with the tank enrages, it puts the health down. Un uncleansable ah, that's people true. Just like yep. soloing p4 with the clone just keep going and going and going um but i mean that that's that wasn't that bug i mean that new gun race still holds holds the game record for quickest nerf with about 45 <laughs> minutes nice <laughs> just, yeah, yeah sure <laughs> i'm doing all terrible. right what is this question six i believe so which technique does not artificially inflate your roster and go. And the options are adding unleveled mods to everyone, leveling everyone to 53, gearing everyone to gear 7, or gear 12 plus pieces to everyone. I hate myself for this. <laughs> this this was more of a riddle than it was. A <laughs> did you know? That's a good point. What did you select, Goodnight Punk? I selected adding unleveled mods. 
I thought maybe to. that with F okay. with the gear, like yeah. leveling up the mods was what added the GP, not that, adding them. But I was wrong. That makes sense. I, that's that's the second most reasonable answer. But I think if you're adding gear twelve plus pieces, that's probably not artificially inflated. You're probably in a pretty good spot. That's what I chose. Threw it a little zigger there. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I didn't pay attention to the quotation marks. <laughs> yeah, that that's that is fair. Uh next question. All right, question 7. Which costs more credits, leveling a 5 dot mod from 1 to 15 or slicing from gray to gold? Jeez. Holy crap. I should know this. Well, I got it wrong again. So Me did too. I. <laughs> and the beard gets more gray wow. hairs. Wow. I'm Thoughts really... You, them, Reese. Um, I didn't know, so I tried to be funny and put they're both free. <laughs> uh, I, I think they're the same. I had no idea. I thought this was another riddle. Yeah, yeah I thought exactly the same. Uh, the answer is slicing. It costs more credits to slice a mod from gray to gold than it does to take a five dot from one to 15. That Interesting. That is really shocking. I thought the same thing. All right, next question we got. Which costs more mod energy on average? Farming a five dot green mod or farming a 10 bonding pins? And go. I really want to pick that answer that I know is wrong. Me too. <laughs> I think I disagree with this answer because I got it wrong. I also got it wrong. I tried to be cheeky. It did not work. Oh. <laughs> I guessed wildly and I got it right. <laughs> Interesting. <clears throat> I actually knew this one just because I tracked the mod drop rates for months. <laughs> so, okay, good. So, what is the drop rate of green mods then? Uh, probably about fifteen. Uh, looks like about fifteen to twenty percent, if I remember correctly. Are you? Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. That's that's way wrong. Um, let's see. I, okay, here, I've got this here right here. Nine hundred forty total mods. Uh, I got one hundred sixty-eight green. So not as good really? as you think. Yeah. And then the bonding pins are almost what? hundred percent, maybe like 90% drop rate. Uh, I, I, I track are bonding pins. The first one, which one is that? I it's the, yeah, it's the first one, but I think they all oh, have okay. the same drop rate. It's just the stuff to go from five dot to six dot costs more energy. So it's a little bit different, but I tracked a couple thousand drops and it appeared to be around 120% drop rate. So okay, just to yeah. be consistent here, the answers were 10 bonding pins, one green mod, or I don't like this. And the correct I really answer wanted was... To, 
The correct answer was 10 bonding pins. Yes. I really wanted to click, I don't like this. Yeah. <laughs> 10 bonding pins, I guess, cost basically, what, 36 to probably 40 energy? No. I don't know. 120%. All right, last question. Here you go. 150 energy, probably. Which costs more crystals? Leveling, fi leveling 15 dot... Huh. Which costs more crystals? Leveling 15 5-dot mods to 15 or buying one 5-dot gold mod? Go. Um... The answers are I refuse to answer buying or buying one perfect five dot gold mod. I don't like where this is going or leveling 15 mods. I don't. I think we know Maurice's answer. Yes. It can't be true. Yes, it is. It's what? 500? Th no, it's 250, isn't it? Yeah. Son of a... I was doing the wrong maths. Yeah, I did, I did the old <laughs> yeah. math too, man. That's exactly I was I doing old maths here. I multiplied it by two million. I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> 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 a lot of credits for the level one <laughs> 200 makes a lot more sense. Yep. I think everyone beat me. No, I, I, I actually instantly forced closed that app when I saw the scoreboard. <laughs> <laughs> what did you guys oh. all end up with? Bang! 2,600 points. Oh, <laughs> oh, I got him by 300. Oh, not good. <laughs> I'm 61.74. 60, 63.21. And Sour D in the lead by uh, quite a little bit there. Well done. Answered the last question. Crazy. Uh, yeah, it hasn't updated for me yet. Amazing. Oh, holy crap! Yeah, seventy-six thirty-two to Sour D. Very hey, nice, man. That's awesome. Congratulations! You know, three times the amount of stuff I do in the game. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we have uh, gone. This is. This is right up there with one of our longest, best episodes there. I will throw both those words in this category. Definitely so longest. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. This has been a lot of fun. Um, I know you probably weren't in this for three hours, but we dragged you along and we appreciate it. So thanks for hanging out with us, guys. If you made it this thank far, we appreciate it. And yeah, thank you guys for coming on again. It was a lot of fun, as always. And... Uh, yeah. Uh, anything else you guys want to plug? Mm, no, I think we're good. We got some. We got some uh, videos coming out this week. We're starting a workshop series on Grand Arena, so I can release some of my like inside knowledge that I don't want to kind of blast out there <laughs> to a smaller <laughs> group. So I'm, ex I'm really excited about that. Uh, and yeah, just our stream. Mm -hmm. awesome awesome well if you don't know go look up operation metaverse on youtube Indeed. great stuff 
love all the videos you guys put out. I wish that I wasn't at work when you guys stream because I would be in there blowing up your chat every week. But if you have not been there, go check out their stream and their videos. It's really good stuff. So as far as we go, let's cut it out here. Uh, this is the new standard. Three hours and ten minutes. We'll see if we can beat it ever again. Maybe we'll have you on to beat it next time. <laughs> and uh, yeah. Thanks, guys, and we will catch you all later. Later. You've just finished with the Shattered Order podcast. Join us next week for another round. <laughs>